0: Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. And we have a couple of international guests. Aussie John is with us. And so is yeah, Chris. Yeah, formerly of the Big D. I don't I don't know what project he's on now. But to me he's always the Big D. Or the Canuck.
1: That works.
0: <laughs> Say hello, fellas.
1: Hey good night, guys.
0: So hey. t- today, I guess the uh, conversation is going to be about Disney Resorts reopening. I wish I wish we had taken down notes the last time we talked about this like six weeks ago <laughs> about the dates we guessed, right? We guessed some dates.
2: Well,
3: now, now there's actually information out there. John's been like overwhelming me with articles, um, some from people he knows I don't like or I should say <laughs> don't like but I never cared for um, some from He's. I think he's trying to sell me that 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 one that uh, puts in all the algorithms to figure out where you should park your ass at any moment in time throughout the park touring plans uh, is a good thing I, I, just, I just like the organics of going where I feel like going and not having to follow a spreadsheet or something but that's just me but there's some stuff that should make you laugh, Richard. I I, I copy and paste some stuff, and I'll just have to read it off when we get to things like that. Um, but John, I the one you sent me one from Rick. I don't know is Ricky, is it was it Ricky Bergani? Was that was that the guy's name? At, um inside
0: the
1: magic, right? Mm-hmm. Inside
3: the magic. That website think. you sent me. Is he still involved with that?
1: No. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't believe so. I think he. Uh, I, sold I know he,
3: he sold. Yeah, him. I know he sold his magazine um off to somebody, uh somebody else. But anyways, that article you sent me was like one column long on what Disney's going to do and then totally regurgitated word for word from the Disney site what they're, they were going to do. And I thought, what a waste of Internet space to have even repeated it in their own words, which it was like a kid – Copying something for a report where they try to
1: change up a sentence, but it really is the same thing.
3: That's yeah, I the think
1: first the part, most you know, frustrating thing at the moment. Nobody really knows, and um, yeah, if you're making, if you're living out being a um, a Walt Disney World or, or, or a Disney um, a website master at the moment, it must be really difficult because um, apart from the information coming through, and it's changing every day. You can have all the opinions that you want, but um, I think apart from regurgitating the um, the spill coming from Disney, I think that's the only safe way to go at the moment. So it's been challenging, and um, I think the most challenging thing is uh, is changing every day. So as you boys know, Chris and I have uh, got a trip planned for October, and. whether we should go or not, whether you should cancel, whether you postpone, it depends on what day and what you're reading because um, it's gone to a soft opening and it'll be kind of like it, what it was um, last year to over the last 48 hours, everything's changed. Um, no dining reservations, um, no advance um, no reservations for anything. You, know, you may or may not be able to get into the parks even if you've got a resort uh, reservation. So. Yeah, so the um, the information flow is, is tough. What's your cancellation yeah, they, window? Yeah, so they came out in the last 24 hours, and I think they're allowing cancellations right up to the last 48 hours, I believe. Oh, so okay. I think So Yeah, I think they've been pretty generous on that side. And look, to be fair, I don't think you can blame Disney. Look, There's no rule book for this. There's um, No one's gone through this previous, and they're obviously a busy, business that's trying to reopen, but – For someone that's trying to plan a vacation or for someone like chris and i that are planning international flights uh trying to deal with airlines and then you got your accommodation uh, bookings on top of that as well it's pretty challenging at the moment
0: what's the airline's policy are they going to give you some time to
1: yeah well, delta's um been really good i'm not i can't really comment on the others but you know what it's like once one airline comes out they all seem to follow if you booked um, last month or any time this month, um, they're giving you a 12-month um, postponement um, guarantee. Okay. So All
0: right. So, okay. so we're at the beginning of June, and if you roll into, you know, late August, and it's still not sure what's going to happen,
1: that's, you can still. I believe it's 12 months from the booking date. So I believe that if September, October doesn't work out for us, we've got until June. Um, To Ah. utilize those flights again. So there's good flexibilities, and that's unlike the airlines, to be honest, but they've been pretty um, good right right through COVID. And I I think their their
3: survival uh, depends on them being somewhat flexible, I think, at this point.
1: I think so, too, and starting to build some confidence back into the travel market as well. So I think by offering those guarantees, it's encouraging people and enticing people to take some risk and make some reservations. Chris and I spoke about it a lot before we put down our money. I don't think there's any way, like for me personally, it's almost a $2,000 investment um, to get to L.A., spend a couple of days in, in Disneyland, then to fly out to Orlando and get back again. So two grand without some type of guarantee uh, would have been a no-go for me. But having that um, 12-month window where um, you're guaranteed not to lose any any, um, any money. The other thing um, that Chris and I looked at, we were speculating a bit as well. There's so many reports out there about what will uh, flying look like moving forward. Um, if they're taking out the middle seat in economy, what will happen to prices, what happened to airline schedules? So um, at the moment, most of the major airlines are offering some really good fares, just to entice people um, to, to make those early bookings. If you can lock them in quickly, um, potentially you get a real good deal because if 30% of the airline uh, seating capacity is not there anymore, someone's got to pay for that and it's going to be the passengers.
3: Yeah, I saw some pictures, and again, this doesn't make sense, social distancing, they they keep telling us it's six feet, and I've read some places that says they don't think six feet's enough. I've seen that they've just not sold the middle seat, and they had like some kind of, um, you know, something, almost like an out-of-order sign, like you see in theme parks with roller coasters, you know, don't sit here, kind of a thing in the middle, mm. um, is So, yeah, but you're right. Someone's got to pay for that. And as it is, we've seen airline flights or or, uh, costs fluctuate. I want to say Richard might be able to chime in on this. Somebody told me 10, 15 years ago that at that time, maybe it was a little further back, that the government subsidized a lot of the fuel costs for airlines to just keep it, you know, so travel was affordable. But that ended, I don't know, if in the Reagan times or somewhere, um, and it seems like the cost of airfare in the states has gone up. I thought exponentially since the '80s when I was flying for relatively affordable prices, to where you know California to Florida, it's I've seen it as high as five, six hundred dollars. At you know not that long ago, where a few years prior to that, I was doing it for you know two, three hundred. So I, I, I'm not really sure. Don't forget we had some what airline things de- things like deregulation things. in there right yes right. yeah i'm sure there was um so that that, uh, that 9 11 yeah, yeah. uh,
4: yeah. uh, changed well, a lot that, of that yeah. because yeah. uh airlines were required to maintain to have routes a and b you were required to maintain routes c d and e as well to keep those well after 9 11 because everybody the whole industry was all a mess the airlines got that CD and E out the window, and they only maintain their profitable routes instead of having to maintain yeah. these other it, routes.
3: It killed off some of the, the wide bodies that would be flying half empty, uh, you know yeah, things so of that nature. So now
0: <laughs> they offload that to regional carriers, right? Yeah, they have agreements, yeah. they have agreements with regional carriers to.
4: But, and quite honestly, uh, unless it's transoceanic, mm-hmm. Australia to the United States or something like that, if it's within you know, relative you don't see any of those big carriers anymore. You don't see 747s. You don't see uh, the uh, 380s or anything like that. It's all going to be 737s is the main one. Uh, The uh, Airbus 320s, 321s, they're all regional carriers. So that if you want to make, in the United States, cross-country trip from uh, L.A. to Orlando, Nine times out of ten, you're going to find a midway point somewhere where they're going to stop on that because they're using a regional car- regional liner, and it's just going to be you're not going to see the nonstops like you used to see. All
3: right. Well, I, well, I was reading it, somewhere too that big is it the 380, the two-story one? Yes. Yeah, yeah that it's it's already died. At, it's uh, going away. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah.
4: It's, yeah they've, they've already made their last one and. uh, we were talking about 747s. They've built their last passenger 47, except they're still building them for cargo carriers. Cargo.
3: They have. Yeah, and some international companies are still flying them. I, I looked at it. Things I I somehow missed that. Just like I missed the 117 being retired. So it's like I'm like looking it up and there's, but they most of all those carriers do have an end date. They know that maybe three to five years they're going to be done with them. Also, uh, but let's move back to the theme park Is that it it seems like. John from what you were sending me universal is like the test case now because they've opened up in, Florida. Um, yeah, in yeah.
1: Florida and I think it's a smart move by Disney I think Disney they could have jumped the gun and they could have gone first and uh, kept a lot of people happy but um, I think if I was the CEO of Disney I'd be sitting back a few weeks and just watching all the things that go wrong um, I yeah. think there's so many moving parts I think there's so much risk um i think everyone's overly excited to get back um, to some type of normality that um there's going to be a whole heap of things that nobody's thought about both on the consumer side but also from the organizational side as well so universal um, has reopened and uh, with very similar precautions to what disney's proposing as well so everyone wears masks um, there's touchless um, purchasing. There's touchless uh, restaurant I- interactions. There's no menus, um, and, and it's interesting uh, from the photos and the video that's out there. Um, they've been overwhelmed by people heading back to the parks. So yeah, got, um, oh, go ahead, John. Sorry, yeah. I you were so um, which. Surprised me because um I, I thought Walt Disney World being more spread out would have handled capacity a lot more, would've felt a lot safer putting my health in Disney's hands and in Universals hands. But um yeah. I think it shows that level of desperation that people just want to get get out and, and do something. Well I found but, some
3: interesting uh what do you call, know, let's say logistics. So let's think about Disneyland. You've gone into the parking structure. If Disneyland operates what like Universal's going to do, they're going to park every other space, and you're thinking, wait, they may need that. Once those people clear out, then they'll come back and park the empty spots so you can maintain social distancing while you're exiting your vehicle when you first arrive. And I thought, okay, that's, that's su- actually yeah, makes sense. not yeah. bad. That's kind of smart. Mm. Uh, the guy really praised the security check I guess Universal is really invested in some x-ray and uh, uh, electronic means that don't require, as the guy says, get this. this is kind of pointed at Richard, and I'm going to smirk because I'm actually a little offended by this because there's a level here that I don't think this guy understands, but yet I don't know that Disney's actually trained for this either since all they did was one day have a costume of guest control and the next day they had a costume of security. With, I doubt, very much training in between that time. But the guy's like, uh, we will see next month when Disney World opens, if they decide to change their crack security system of, and I quote, guy with a stick poking through your stuff while wasting everyone's time
1: with small talk. (laughs) I think Universal's uh, probably a bit like Six Flags, Greg, where um, they had to put the security (laughs) processes in place. Um, Yeah, they've had it there for a long time. You go through, you come out the car parking area, and it's probably ideal in this situation because you can't get past the car parking area into the actual resort area uh, without going through this X-ray and full uh, bag checking uh, process. From memory, I think. Disneyland's
3: uh, like that now, too. Just yeah, so as there- soon as you get off the, the elevator or the escalators at the the uh, the parking structures is the same way, if I remember right, right, Richard? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. all the stuff has been moved
4: uh, over to the two parking structures, and also they have that over at the Toy Story lots now. So when you check in and get bags checked, everything that's over at Toy Story before you board the bus, before you come over towards the main entrance, mm-hmm. and you actually get into a Different line to get through, so you don't have to go through that again. You're already known to have gone through it first. I was going to ask you, clear. what okay.
3: about the walk-ins? So, yeah,
4: and then the walk-ins off of Harbor Boulevard, just use that one there.
3: Here, here was my complaint with that because you know I always got to look at it in some way. In the in, no. the in the security parlance or even police parlance, sometimes that small talk is not small talk. It's actually profiling. Yes.
0: Yes. Kobe, Kobe, We're not allowed <laughs> to profile in these here United States. You uh, know that, right? Just,
3: just, <laughs> just, <a second laughs> yeah. to just keep believing that. Talking to. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's, it's kind of like the attitude check when you get pulled over. You know, a lot has to do with your, your first few moments with the cop. Um, the same with the security. Now, I don't know if Disney's gone to the point of actually instilling that in their training because I know prior to those guys changing their uniforms and just becoming security – I would get some of the stupidest questions and some of the most inconsistent uh, enforcement of what can come in the park and what can't usually around my camera lenses. Um, There's many times I've been in the park and had serious lens envy and felt somewhat inadequate next to other folks. And I was harassed in the park, you know, at, at bag check. Uh, to get in and, and at some points when they said is that professional equipment i just smiled said yes and kept on walking didn't give them a chance to stop me and figure if they really want to stop me they'll come get me i'm not really a threat uh just because it's a professional piece of equipment doesn't mean one is using it at that point as professional and quite frankly you can get down to a camera phone these days being used as uh professional yeah, exactly uh, one of the other things I found interesting was the guy was saying, because everybody has to wear. So what I understand in downtown, or not, they're not uh, City Walk at Universal, you don't necessarily have to wear a mask, I guess. I think there's some areas you can sit and not have it on. Um, but the guy made a comment that you could walk past five security and three supervisors at Disney Springs without your mask, and no one will tell you to put it on. But at Universal, they're pretty strict about it. If you don't have it in the park, they kick you out. And they're wondering what's going to happen when they they say it gets warm, that it hasn't been that warm. And they use the the term surface of the sun for warm. (laughs) To describe weather in Florida. And I'm quite thinking they haven't been to Phoenix in the summer because uh, there's quite a bit of difference between that warm humidity and literally almost the surface of the sun in the middle of Phoenix. But – uh i you know, i just found that kind of funny that about the, the wearing the mask so if you and then i read the disney thing so you got to wear it you go into a restaurant you have to wear it until you sit down once you're eating and drinking you can take the mask off yep. so i guess smart enough you're with your group um uh, that makes some sense what what i don't get and they showed a picture of i think the the hulk roller coaster and they showed okay there was a single rider he's got a he's sitting in the row all by himself then there's a row empty in front of him there's there's a group of 3 in front of him then there's an empty row there's a group of 5 when that vehicle stops and unload is somebody quickly wiping it down because there's another there's another roller coaster probably already released going through its shit and you got to get that next one out of the way and you got to keep that cycle moving.
4: You know, that's always the big question because you get something like that, like space mountain, you got 24 seconds to get everybody off and every bat everyone on, and then they move forward and you have 20 seconds to make sure all the restraints are in place.
3: Or maybe they'll have the guys like in monsters, Inc., with the, the yellow suits, and they just spray the thing down.
2: Oh, you and can let just it sit and wet. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or or just
0: less trains on the track, right?
3: I guess that's one way. You know, way, you cut your capacity uh, from way. six
0: trains to four and you space, space them out. So instead of 24 seconds, because the 20 second uh, restraint check doesn't have to change, but the load, done load has to change. So you build in another. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how, how
3: the heck. Do you, yeah. Well, think of screening.
0: You yeah. you know, yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd you have to have. You have to have one employee per row to be able to jump yeah. in, wipe down both seats, and get out before the the next group get it's on. Gonna, it's going to be yeah, w- so,
4: more fun watching yeah. that than NASCAR. Now yeah, I'm wondering if if
3: because uh,
0: one guy, if, guy is not going to be able. To, how many train? How many seats are on a standard Space Mountain train? Uh, two
3: by four, two seats, right? Yeah, two by four, yeah, and, four. Three, and
0: three cars or two cars, so eight. Two cars,
4: so you 12. got sixteen total.
0: Sixteen. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So What about an outdoor one like Screamin' or whatever it's called now? I don't know if they changed the name with the new theming over there. coaster. You know.
0: But, you know, you're screaming when it launches. Doesn't your spittle fly all over the place? Hit
3: the guy behind okay. you? Or the, or the, the handrail the in front of you? Them are that way. <laughs> the CDC website quietly, a few weeks ago, changed their stance on the UV uh, surfaces that your chance of getting COVID from touching a surface is almost nil. And of course, that's partly because outdoor UV, blah, 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 just don't inject it. Okay. Um, You're, you know, killing the thing. So I wondered if that comes into play with some of these outdoor coasters, Uh, but I I wondered how they could do it. Um, And then they're totally getting rid of, you know like
1: uh some of the disney plus stuff the fast pass the universe uh well, well greg before you go there just going back to mike's yeah. point because it's a good one i yeah. think a lot of it's going to be aided around reduced capacity so mm-hmm. uh, if you look at what they're doing in asia and i understand universal has done the same if they open that 20 percent capacity that 20%. will allow more cars to be taken out. That will allow for more cleaning. It will spread spread out the crowds. And this is where Greg is alluding to about being right. Uh, I made a comment about uh, <laughs> we, we, if they get rid of FastPass uh, because of the reduced capacity, we may see no increase in weights, even though they need to do oh, the increased geez. cleaning uh, because of the um, capacity changes. So I think it's something we should discuss because it would be really interesting I'm all With for all that. These inconveniences, if you could walk into Disneyland at twenty percent capacity on a Saturday and have a very unique experience, is it worth all the pain? Maybe what, it is.
0: What's the pain though, John? What what I
1: mean the fact well, that you gotta we're, book- we're wearing the mask, um going oh. through all the additional procedures, uh, not being able to touch a menu. Do you really care no. if um, you can walk into an attraction in 10 minutes? Personally, you no. Got people.
3: Personally, no, that doesn't well, think, bother John, me. John, like, let's say my mom went. She probably wouldn't. She's 80. She's a little on the frailer side. But uh, when she went to the park, she used to, this is a woman, and she liked to sit and just watch people. She's one of those type. That just sit on Main Street and watch people. Pay the money to get in.
2: Mm.
3: Um, but let's say she'd go on pirates. How many people can you really get on a pirate boat to socially distance, okay, let's say she does, and she says, oh, I want to go to uh, Blue Bayou, and she goes, let's say she's just her and her other 85-year-old friend, and neither one of them, she's got a flip phone, and they're talking about how you need to use your smartphone to get the menu, they've got to find a way to accommodate those out there, believe it but or not, the, that still don't have a smartphone. But the menu would
0: be posted outside on a sign, isn't it? It will be. So yeah. it's
1: it's QR code. So you you just scan and it comes up. But the waiters also have um iPads that like the guy at In and Out, right? They'll show you. You won't be able to touch it, but they'll show you the menu. So it'll right. uh, still be touchless. Be like the guy at
3: in and out or oh. we went to The Habit the other night, and he's got his iPad, and he's got the menu hanging off the front of it, yes, right? Because you because <laughs> well, he, he takes he, your order oh.
0: before you roll up to the menu board.
3: Yeah, exactly,
0: right. yeah. You can still do uh
4: menu out of that microband uh, tech that they can make, you know, have the folders with the microband plastic on there so that you don't have anything that stays on board that.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, there's ways, but that's an expense for the park. They I, take that. Uh,
0: they want to open. Is, well, it, is it expense worth getting some capacity rolling through? Here, but, here's but one, here, something I found. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say to John's thing about it, 20% less capacity. So when- no, no, they, they,
1: they, 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 20% total capacity. Sorry,
0: sorry. 80% less capacity. So yeah. at what point do they allow walk-ups to the gate at Disneyland? All right.
1: Or is it all reserved? It's all- where? So at Disney World, it's by reservation. Yeah. And yeah so, so. for Disneyland <laughs> h- how do you manage that process yeah, it's going to be like a lottery right Oh
3: the yeah, camera yeah. spoke up man you were living you were living the stereotype there chris welcome to the welcome to the conversation he's, <laughs> You can see he's
0: paying attention He shut off the narrator No you're right
3: though it's like, uh, but here's something i found that universal i think is doing a whole lot better than disney and you know i that's, it would be hard for me to say that they're whatever they call their fast pass system won't sell out today at eight o'clock in the morning. They'll take a certain amount. Then when the lines die down again, allow you to get in the queue again, let it kind of, you know, fill up and then they'll hold them back. And it's, it's like a virtual, virtual queue, I guess you could say in a way where the, it's, it's constantly, uh, moving with what's going on versus a solid up. Oh, you didn't get in the park at 8.03 and, you know, get your rise of resistance too fucking bad. That's
5: the way the Hagrid's is, 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 is right now is that if you're not in, you don't get in the virtual queue at the park open, you ain't getting on Hagrid's at all.
3: Really? Wow. Because yep. you know, this article must be incorrect then because it was saying that they, that's not the way they do it. But I, I haven't been there, Chris. So I'll trust you with yeah. first-hand acknowledge.
1: Yeah. So, so, Greg, they've already hacked the system, but so uh, with the Disney system, uh, we, we, is it Disney Plus and Disney, Disneyland? Right. Everyone's got to be in the park, and you've it's, got to, yeah. have to actually... Magic Pass, register everybody. Or max in pass. Universal, pass. Yeah. everybody can apply and take the number of guests they can get the pass for. So, if the five of us were going, the five of us could get Hagrid's um, and get the five of us on five times during the day. And it's up to 10 people in your group. Yeah, up to 10. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So I think once that gets out, uh, yeah, that system, Greg, may not sound as good because everyone will roar it really quickly. Well, it,
3: it actually says here the Universal has used a virtual line pass as a way to prevent an attraction from getting too crowded. After a certain assigning a certain amount of guest virtual line passes, it shuts the system off, doesn't allow the guest to reserve a time. Once the attraction line goes down, the virtual line pass is restarted up again, allows guests to return in time. Hmm. So I have no, awesome. I have no firsthand knowledge of this other than reading this, and I'm like, wow, that sounds great.
5: Awesome. I think That's, that applies for the um, for most of the other attractions. I think okay. then Hagrid's is a special uh, special case because they've they've had, had capacity too, issues it? ever since it's opened.
4: But I, I yeah. want to ask Chris though on that system at Universal. The last couple times I've been to Universal and they had their system like the fast pass system it was an added expense that you had to have that put onto your ticket for the ability to do that that's still the case it's an added expense isn't it
5: well they're front of the line passes
1: yeah 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 so so, so richard there's um there's two options there's the front of the line pass that um chris is talking about and that um you do pay for that And that varies on the day and the capacity. Um, And then some of the attractions have a virtual queuing system, such as Greg's talking about, where you go, they give you a a card, and that uh, puts you into a virtual queue. And um, the last one that we've seen is a Jimmy Fallon ride. And uh, it worked really well. You go, watch the show, and then they actually came and got your colour from the show and took you onto the attraction. So that, that worked pretty well. That's
3: cool. Now, the other thing that drove me crazy about these articles, John, and this is something just in life right now is driving me crazy, this new normal. They were showing a signage of a a standby queue at Universal, social distance and all. And, you know, they call this way of queuing the new normal. And then, like, the first five lines of visiting Universal's park after COVID-19 closure, as theme park fans knew that visiting theme parks would never look the same after closing down in March due to concerns over the spread of COVID-19 you might actually be surprised how it's not very different at all well sure if you like to be suffocated by a damn mask for 12 <laughs> hours a day um yeah. and uh, not, you know, I to uh, think that poor
1: journalism to be honest because if you look around the world there's no such thing as a new normal um as I said before, there's no rule book. Nobody's gone through this before. Um, countries are starting to recover. Um, will we get back to where we were previously? Maybe not, but um, it won't be where it is at the moment. Um, as I said, like we're on that other end of the curve here in Australia. At the moment, you walk down the street and life looks pretty much like it was, but there'll be some things that, that will change. The comparison I use a lot is after 9-11, where we have a lot of things imposed on us around the globe, um, based around terrorism and that scare of terrorism. Um, a lot of those things are still there, but they're more subtle. So when you go through an airport, um, you, you notice some of those increased security measures. Uh, we still have um, armed guards around our national icons and, and those type of things, but it's more subtle. So. Yeah, uh, I think it's too early to say what the new normal is, and I just think that's uh, sensational journalism um looking for some clickbait at the moment. So
3: That's Not true, and I you know, gotta admit it's by it's by these fan sites that, you know, live off of I guess ads or whatever it means. I guess I, I thought I'd cut and paste one that really bugged me and it was totally I think it was just bad writing. You know, saying, I guess Disney World is up for its fiftieth anniversary next year, right? So people were wondering how that's gonna look. But they actually said, the way it was written, which it probably should have started a new paragraph, that this year was Universal's 30th, I believe, which is almost hard to believe. Um, and they were saying, and since Universal started it all, we can look at them as how things are gonna be. And I'm like, what? Universal did not start this. You know, obviously at the you said it, Disney World was 50. That obviously they started, it was just really bad writing and that kind of stuff drives me up the frickin' wall. Um, but it,
1: It's an interesting discussion because Disney's been building up this 50th anniversary for a number of years now. And we're not talking about a six-week uh, celebration, it's probably going to be an 18-month to two years celebration, uh, and um, a lot of the capital expenditure that's been happening in the parks is all around um, celebrating and getting people uh, there. So, I suppose there's some um, two aspects. It's the potential loss of massive income for Disney if they can't get the parks fully operational by then. But um, if they're still going to push ahead and try and get that return on investment, geez, they're under some pressure to. Um, get things back to normal as quickly as they can to make sure they capitalize on, on that 18-month period because they were talking about multi-million dollar attractions they were talking expansion of parks they were talking about new restaurant opportunities they were talking about renovations of whole parks like future uh, yeah, future world in um, epcot so um so massive changes and um so yeah, take Universal out of it in the moment. Um, that uh, celebration is going to be really interesting to see what happens over the next few months and whether whether it will still happen and will it still happen in the same, same um, grandiose way that they were planning 12 months ago. Yeah, you know, mentioning that, they were saying that Universal
3: didn't stop construction. Uh, one particular ride in the... Uh, jurassic park area mm. which they're saying mm. actually okay. looks more like jurassic world than mm. park and they're wondering if the theming's going to change totally to the more new jurassic world versus the older jurassic park it's ready to go i guess that's um uh, i'm not sure if it's raptor experience i'm not sure what it is um but disney's kind of get to a stop for a while and i know they've started again at least at disneyland Um, So that
4: that some of the stuff has started lightly. I haven't seen what's been going on at the Avengers campus, but (laughs) Toontown, we've had the construction, limited amount of construction crews coming up. And I know uh, just before, literally March 12th, they brought in that big 150, 160 foot crane to start putting steel up. And we had it sitting there idle for about three weeks before they finally pulled it out. Uh, no new cranes coming in yet or anything. Nothing uh, right now. Everything they've been working on seems to be regrading the land again.
3: You know what? Uh, yeah, and, and, and I, I see. I went back to some of the articles John had sent me, and I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe this is socially a good thing, but you know they got a lot of face characters out there, even like Marvel or I guess those wouldn't be Marvel or were those Disney? But anyways, no, face characters know, wearing characters. masks. Yeah, that's right. They are, aren't they? Like, of course, Spider Man doesn't have to wear mask because he's already masked. But, you know, pick another unmasked Marvel guy and he's wearing oh, a COVID strange. mask. You know, or it just—I don't know. Maybe it's socially responsible to say, "Hey, look, we're doing it too." I, I don't know. I, I kind of think they're not allowing kids to hug characters and everything's at a distance. So, see, a lot of that
4: I don't know how Disney would be able to do that because that's one of the things that you know. Every parent likes to have that wonderful picture of Mickey Mouse hugging their kid. And every kid wants to have that magical experience. That's what we built everything on.
3: He'll be behind. He'll be behind the plexiglass thing, like at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> and you can stand next to the plexiglass and it, get a, a nice reflection little, off the glass with your picture. Yeah,
4: put, put your autograph book through the slot, and Mickey will sign yeah. it. He'll slide it, it will, back. He'll wipe,
3: he'll wipe it. His assistant will wipe it down yeah. first, and then yes, uh, right. slide it back. But they were talking oh, about sure how. Like <laughs> yeah, they were talking about how like a um, a buffet. It's going to have to change. Let's say, let's take the pavilion. That's I think an easy pl- or a plaza plaza in. You can't pick up the food yourself. They're going to have to change the glass, and they're going to have to hand it to you. That's just yeah. going to have to be the yeah, way they, it is for
1: now. Oh, those smelly, grubby kids that have always sneezed and farted. Well, was, and it's probably that's it's why a better <laughs>
3: experience. To be honest with you, I, yeah, it might be. I do restaurant work, so I you know those are called sneeze guards. Whether or not they really work, uh, the health department makes us put those on, uh, and there are certain heights and there's certain there's a lot of certain things you got to do with those. But yeah, but like think of your Coke refill now you have to ask. So will they start limiting refills on sodas? Hey,
4: I uh, went uh, to Seven Eleven and grabbed a soda today. They handed me the cup, but it was completely self serve after that.
3: Well, you know it's funny you say that because there was a question. I guess Universal must have a lot of. Like uh, vending machines for sodas. So they were like, oh, well, well these go away. Yeah, no. They are machines. If there were two of them next to each other, one's closed, one's open. So no two people get yeah, but the, And, the and the they've got ca- a
5: hand sanitizer right a station right, right next there to before it. you go. Yeah. So sanitize your hands before you go and touch the machine. And you just got to make sure Well, you,
0: you, you stand in line yeah. to fill your stuff up, you... States. Now you guys States.
3: have uh, the international dudes have been a Universal, I guess lately. Have you done this donut thing where you decorate your own donut? A voodoo donut? Uh, they call it USF donut.
2: No, nah, um, voodoo. Oh yeah,
3: vood- voodoo donut. Oh, voodoo no. donuts. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a huge thing that they're like. Oh no, I'm not gonna be able to do my you know decoration on my donut, um, but. Some of that stuff, I think, just will be slow, <coughs> excuse me, slow to come back. In your uh, armpit, Greg. In your armpit. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> Saving it for later. Yeah, exactly. Like, it reminds me of The Office. Do the vampire cop, you know? Right. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, so, Greg, Greg, I first had Beauty Donut in Portland. That's where it started, there was a little hole in the wall place. And okay. um, I heard about the rumors. Finally, found the place and uh walked past it three times. <laughs> and
2: uh,
1: <laughs> it's funny how those places just get this cult following. And um, it's yeah. a decent donut, but um, yeah, it's yeah, what uh, was the was
3: one it, here? crispy what, what, creams that was just like exploding everywhere. Mm-hmm. I personally thought they were gross myself, yeah, not, but and now see, they've I scaled way voodoo, back that they overexpanded.
4: I thought voodoo's uh donuts started in Texas, were they Portland first? Uh, i thought it was portland but you might be right because yes. there's oh, there's okay we'll have to have a fact checker her on this one yeah, but,
3: R- richard uh, richard's in love with texas right now so i no, know
4: in, uh on 6th street over in uh austin is a voodoo donuts that's been there like forever that my daughter said we had to go have one of those donuts it's a decent donut and they were rather inexpensive but you know
5: well, it's been there as long as you was there four years ago,
3: five years ago. Here's another interesting thing I thought, John, that you might want to comment on uh, for your upcoming travels. And Richard might have an interesting thought about this, just working in the park still. Universal is skipping the pre-show. Basically, they're holding you back. They're opening both doors, and you just pass on through to your next spot, which is probably queuing up. So think of, let's say, the haunted mansion. Let's say you you you're not you don't queue up into the first waiting room. One of those elevators is open. They're they're not letting people into. You can go in the elevator, and only a certain amount. So you can all you know stick out your arms to make sure you're six feet apart from each other. Go down, and then they, even downstairs. What if you they don't let you down and through the elevators until you can walk all the way to get on
1: the attraction. Um. Yeah, look, I don't know if I'd really care or not in Haunted Mansion, but uh, Rise of the Resistance is the one that they said may yes. be great, more greatly yeah. impact because a big part of the experience is going into these separate rooms. and also that the Millennium Falcon
3: uh, Joyride, you know.
1: Yeah, so... Without that timing in those rooms, um, they believe that you may not uh, get the full experience. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. I think there's some attractions where not being held in those rooms will impact um, the experience, Um, especially for first timers. I think if you went into the Haunted Mansion and you hadn't experienced the stretching room previously. It may take away from that initial um, experience of that that ride.
3: Yeah, you're gonna miss Disney foreplay. I mean, you're just gonna go straight. <laughs> <to> it.
1: <laughs> it, especially in the dark room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: exactly. <laughs> well, i mean, thinking. some I I haven't been to Universal since I got when Chris and I were there. What was that? Two thousand nine. Um, it was. A and there was there were some interesting uh, pre shows. Uh, not not great, but you know, it's still kind of told the story i thought actually the superman ride you kind of didn't it was so not crowded that you blew right through any setup you might have got that you're in the newsroom you're in this spot there was Spider-Man. no line you know
5: yeah, it was spider-man uh oh, i'm before, sorry spider-man it was before it was hd um but yeah i mean we were there and there was nobody in the park that day i remember that yeah it was, well uh, it was also it was a little boring, too, right yeah yeah and uh, yeah, I mean, we just blew through the whole place. Like we did both,
1: we did both parks in.
5: Like, yeah, we only thought we were going to do one. I think yeah, we're you're right. We did both.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, I think Universal just about everything Chris um, has got a pre-show or it's got some type of walkthrough. You think about uh, the attractions in Harry Potter. The big part of that um, attraction is walking through the castle. Um, right. To get to the final destination, so I'm not sure it was in the same article, Greg. I sent to you, but now uh, talking about that attraction and how it was hard to socially distance in there it because you turned the corner, it was dark. Hmm. I
3: also they also noticed that Universal did a pretty good job in the Harry Potter area of going with the theme, you know, of things that are closed, like the, the proclamation, Proclamation from the ministry decree that closed for business. Your, you know, your patron is whatever, whatever, and you know they—they they really st- instead of just putting a sign closed, they mm. made it look like it's part of the Harry Potter world, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but like the ET adventure ride, where you get the setup from George, or um, Spielberg, you know, gone at least for the time being. Uh, but they—they they kind of football. alluded yeah yeah it, it really is there i mean this article and again this is this is kind of why i get like mike, mad at mike sometimes and nobody rides the winnie the pooh ride and richard and will confirm that yeah it's actually pretty popular now it's really kind of become a staple of the park um when oh, really? this guy's speaking I, 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 absolutes, I, I you know, absolutes you know that oh no one you'll never see a cute or uh a, a, a um Pre-show again? I I think these kind of absolutes is pre-show for what irresponsible? Anything? They they were kind of alluding to the fact that maybe the pre-show is gone in the article. Oh, the the, the
0: concept of a pre-show for all attractions is gone. Yeah,
3: Yeah, because they're also like acting like the new normal will be. We will always be from this point forward. We're always going to be social distancing. Maybe we're we're not not wearing masks. No, we're all. Social no, because at know.
0: some point a vaccine is going to come along.
2: And... Well,
3: Fauci actually said there's going to be like a million plus fa- vaccines by 2021. My question is if they're they're working their way up to that million. Why aren't they distributing some of it right now? But, oh, you know, like that's, like, that's from, a, that's like from like a move, whole other like the mood contagion.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Where they yeah. did a random if your birth month is this, you get to <laughs> yeah that a lottery to hand out the the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, no. The,
3: but, you know, only you the,
4: don't, this, some movie dystopia to make
3: this topical for, I, I want to stay off the political side of everything that's going on right now. But I wondered, because I, and John, you can help me or Chris, if you've seen articles or, you know, Richard or Mike. Uh, just a few days ago, I read that basically all the Southern California theme parks were either green lighted or were pretty close to being green lighted to open by July 1st. And I, I one the, thing and I saw the. I saw the thing that
0: uh, you know, pro sports can resume operations, and gyms can open up, but still no, still well, no, well, still well, no nail salons for some reason. Yeah,
3: but I, this, Well, that's the whole stupid thing. You can go in Home Depot. You can queue up at Home Depot or your grocery store or this place, but you can't go to the mall yet. The malls have now reopened, um, but my point getting to be um, right now I would say Disneyland hasn't necessarily been much of a tar- it's not really open but once it's open and if some of these protests are still going on and that's one thing I forgot to mention in the um, uh, the comment about the guy poking through your stuff with his stick that Disney looked is looking for things that universe, he alluded that Disney's looking for things that universal is not like banners, political things to hand out. I'm like, what universal doesn't care. They let people put banners up around the park. I, I, you know, he kind of alluded that universal didn't care about that crap. Uh, and I can say from first had knowledge, I can remember a point. Richard knows what I'm talking about when I was in the park and Disney absolutely did not step in to intervene on political, I forgot what the movement was. It had something to do with a hand or something. They were passing it out. Um and I happen to still have my my pass at the time. And I even one of the supervisors even came out and they were like, No, we're not, we're not approaching this. I'm like, Wow. You are well, you're allowing the political protests on Main Street, uh, harassing your guests with this this uh and if it's the
4: one I'm thinking of, that was one of the unions that was uh, Doing their protest because they were in the middle of labor talks. So, yeah, it might have
3: been. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. A number
4: of union members that worked at Disneyland that were out there passing out flyers.
3: uh, I mean, I jokingly said to Richard the other day, Cinema Text, he didn't answer, and I didn't expect him to. You know, Disneyland would be woefully prepared for any kind of major uh, incursion. They're not really set up. This is not, you know, What's her name's birthday party, and you're just trying to keep the press out. Uh, you know, you can't just put on your stormtrooper outfits and get a lightsaber out. Uh, some of this shit's been heavy, It's been you know, militant, and I don't think Disney's prepared to stave that off if it was to come marching down, you know, Friedman well, the old Freeman Way or you know, harbor or something. So I, I, that's the only thing in the back of my mind that worries me slightly about uh, Disney opening up, and Knotts hasn't made any announcement about opening up. Uh, they have at all. Said, well, well, said
4: they're not going to open until after the first of the year. Who said that? Knotts Berry Farm said that, and uh,
3: their
0: well, Okay, here I'm. I'm reading an article. Southern California theme parks targeting July first. They, they
3: did extend our passes all the way through the end Yeah, ASX. so, so Karen and I thought, well, maybe they won't open. So un-
5: suspicious suspiciously like research, Mike.
0: Okay, that's right <laughs> <Does> here.
5: It?
3: <laughs> it's Universal,
0: Hollywood, Six Flags, Magic Mountain, San Diego, Sea San Diego, and Legoland have all targeted reopening by July first. Disneyland and Knots have not targeted a reopening date.
1: No, and then it I goes think the on Disneyland to hotels are now taking reservations. But so I think that's a um, interesting yeah. sign. Fifteenth, well.
5: uh, I think was what they yeah. they were they were taking reservations the 15th they pushed it back a week from what they initially you know
3: oddly enough our our go ahead mike
5: who who in our when we
0: first talked about this who said july 17th who said who said park's birthday would be the day they'd open i think richard
4: did No, i was uh, what i said was a lot of people at disneyland have been saying that they want to open up because it would be our 65th birthday they want to open up for the 17th, for the sixty-five. I just don't know if that's going to actually happen or not. All right. well, we we saw have those. not received
0: any formal word of any, yeah. not even an informal word.
3: Well, the like city we, I live in. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, like we okay. talked
0: before, you you know, logistics are going to start spooling up when, you, when they have an oh, actual yeah. well, day. You
3: can tell me you've seen deliveries for restaurants and the food prepping. Just like I used to say, I'll believe they're going to build that parking lot or this or that when certain logistic things happen because you can't do one without the other. Uh, So the city I live in lays the claim that they have the oldest running, continuous running 4th of July parade this side of the Mississippi. And it has been formally canceled. They say they don't want any large floats, places where there'll be large gatherings and the fireworks at the pier are canceled so they're encouraging people to safe and sane it in their their driveways and that they are going to do a some kind of parade caravan if you will through neighborhoods and certain routes and they're going to do house decorating contests so it's kind of a weird we kind of wondered you know Huntington Beach has been a hot spot here and there for some weird little protest um not just involving what's going on now I don't know why people come to Huntington Beach to protest. I mean, quite some years back, I think it was at a U.S. Open or something, some out-of-towners flipped over and turned, burned some police cars. I really don't know what that's about. I I, I don't get that kind of, you know, ruckus. But um, <clears throat> so things are changing in certain senses, but I think they will come back to the normal. God, I hope so. Um, but yeah, Disney worries me. My My friend that you guys know, who is an artist and has a studio in downtown Anaheim? You know, he lives practically above the Museo, and they were a little worried because they were, you know, getting uppity down there. He says, "I'm ready to get in lockstep with my Disney friends and protect Disneyland." And I'm like, "That sounds nice, dude, but I don't know if I'd put myself
1: in the middle of that." Do you think after nine eleven and all the terrorism and global security issues? There isn't a lot more that's happening behind the scenes that probably Richard can't talk about and, and, and Disney won't. But do you think they have geared up substantially over the last few years? Um but it's there's quite deny
4: anything without the strict authorization of the secretary.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I I know for sure that certain things are different than when I was there. That's yeah. obvious, and I know there's some uh, some things that they find out that we wouldn't have found out before. But it doesn't take away from the fact I've seen what the average security guy looks like the last time I was in the park. And, you know, I would not, uh, <laughs> I would not put the safety of the park in what is, you know, on the average there, I think Anaheim PD would pour out in droves as, and uh, Garden Grove PD, all the local PDs I think would be basically showing up to to save their asses. Because quite frankly, I don't think, and this is doesn't nothing against Disney Security. They're, they're not designed for that kind of, uh, and I don't think Disney World is either. And in fact, Disney World's got so many more
1: points of penetration uh, than Disneyland does. Uh, the only I, say that, I was lucky enough a few years ago to have dinner with a guy called Lee Cockrell. He's the um, the the former president of Walt Disney World Resort. And um, he was talking about after nine eleven some of the things that they put in place, like in the Magic Kingdom, they put these like these pop up boom gates that um, will come up in in a microsecond that will stop a tank from getting through through the front. And the whole heap of subtle stuff that um, just got in behind the scenes that um, they they don't promote, but uh, just a full oh, yeah, you, you,
3: know, you don't want to advertise that kind of stuff. Like I mean, yeah. there I I know there was some of those in the. Disneyland parking lot, but now that's been built upon uh you know, where the trams were. I maybe there's some new ones. Um but you know, there there's only a certain amount. I mean, that place especially, I mean, it's just got so many points of penetration. But I'm sure there's things that have been put in. Um, uh, but there would have to be quite a massive assault if Florida it's just so spread out. It would be, I think, localized to one place or another. But uh, who knows? It's 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 something that's in the back of my mind as a concern. Knowing some of the officers there, uh, knowing what could or couldn't be done, you know, I, I'm thinking
1: lo- they're going to need help from local sources. You, you uh, know, what would be the bigger risk, um, Greg? It wouldn't be them penetrating Disney, in my opinion. It would be. I remember being there a few years ago, and there was um, the the unions were protesting um, outside of the parks, and. It was just a pain in the ass. It really was. (laughs) Um, And it wasn't a really good first impression. It was disruptive getting into the park. So, um, again, um, it's an interesting thing. Uh, The riots may not cause physical damage or they may not be able to get into the actual resort. But um, you wouldn't want it happening outside your front entry either.
3: No, uh, we've seen that a few times. And it's, it's ugly. And you're right to the guests like you.
1: Mm. and that's also
4: something i've made the comment numerous times the last time when we were talking and we were talking about when will disney disneyland open up and it's it's not just you know where the science and everything is it's when they're going to view that it's going to be the best for how it's taken how it's perceived to come in because you can say all you want but if they're going to have to come in with all these type of things with requiring face masks requiring distances and believe me they've been doing it we've we watched one day as a couple of the uh, uh, in de- the uh, industrial engineers came out with their little measuring, and they're setting tape on Main Street with these little six by six foot squares. That they're talking about. Okay, they're going to have these throughout the park, and guess we're expected to keep one square between you and the next, you know, the next group or something like that. And it's like
0: that's ridiculous.
4: That is
3: absolutely uh, ridiculous. There, but there, there were pictures all this stuff. Of, of Hong Kong like
5: that. Shanghai was it Shanghai? Shanghai. Yeah. That's what they did to um for you your group had to fit inside the square box. And they were spread out across the, you know, the the plaza area. And then they would have I wouldn't call it a parade, but they there was some sort of um entertainment vehicle. Uh, Or something along that lines that would come out and then you could enjoy, you could stand and enjoy the presentation, uh, everybody being within, you know, safe, social, uh, you know, distancing, uh, and yet still see what was happening. Can you imagine that
1: with Fantasmic?
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. But that, I, all, all the flames of Fantasmic one- will burn anything yeah. off. So.
3: Yeah, yeah. I saw one picture. I thought it was, maybe I thought it was Hong Kong. Maybe you were right. It was Shanghai. And nobody was standing in the squares. And the guy analysis, making the analysis of the picture says, I have no idea what they're for. But maybe that's the explanation. There was no entertainment at the moment. So they're there ready for when the entertainment comes along. And then I did watch one video where a nice little, you know, Chinese girl came up to somebody and pretty much probably said, move the fuck out of here. He was too close. You know, he wasn't within the distancing. He just kind of pushed and crowded his way up into the group. So they're politely going around and they've got little signs. I think they were holding that probably helped for international guests and maybe all languages. Who knows? I mean, even in that country, they've got two major languages. So maybe they're just, you know, doing that to, politely but, push people around
0: i, I, I don't so think i don't think they're gonna do that at disneyland by the time they open no one's gonna be
3: nobody's gonna care they're not gonna there's,
0: care because well, there's no, I,
2: there's
3: no room going in into sh- my local home depot i can tell you 75 of the people 75 percent of the people think it's over because they're not wearing a mask i should point out uh richard that disney's bob chapek believe there is a good amount of pent-up demand yeah yes Oh, uh, well, i'm sure there is <laughs> yeah the, the
0: the thing is that what's some states opened a month ago right georgia texas yeah. they full-on fully open right so yeah. we still so pretty soon we'll be seeing if that was a good idea or a bad idea for them we'll we'll see the yeah. science will tell us if the the virus is killing bazillion people and then you know the recent unpleasantness that's going on with you know, thousands of people taken to the streets. Half of them not masked. Half of them, hmm. you know, not keeping their space. So are we going to see? We'll see from that if that caused a problem in far as far as spread of COVID. Right. So at the end, you know, say three weeks from now, the unpleasantness is over. There's been no spikes of COVID spread. Who's going to believe anybody that says, "Okay, you still got to social distance"? or you still gotta- well?
3: You got. You You have to define spike. Cause you remember the governor in our state was saying we have to have no death for like four weeks.
0: Yeah. And he walked that back real quick, didn't he? Yeah, He changes. Well, yeah, that,
3: that tone lasted like three days before a bunch we, of people. We, were pushed yeah, back we also had a change in the way the election's going to work, work, from <laughs> so all mail in to no, we're going to just make it safe for you. Um, Karen and I were on our walk. We were like, no, you're going to make it a pain in the ass for us. So people are going to say, let's just mail it in. Yeah. I was trying to look at the numbers this morning. This, this site that, uh, John turned me on to the world, uh, worldometers.info. I've never quite understood when they update the information. Earlier today, I had a bunch of information about the numbers. Now, it's just, you know, all the new cases and the new deaths are all empty. I know. Case, and- okay. cases, are,
0: cases are hard to use as a metric because the bottleneck there is testing. Yes. Right? If everyone well, gets I tested mean- every day, right, because if I get tested today and I'm negative tomorrow i could catch it and so sure. what right so that's a that's a number that's used to scare people it's deaths and yeah. it's deaths and uh hospital load. Yeah. And, and, and total cases yeah. yeah so so deaths and I mean, hospital load are that's worried the...
3: about total cases i mean are you guys worried about total cases i'm worried about like the the deaths per million like the, the, when you get down to the metrics the per million of people dying because the more you start testing, of course, you're going to get more cases because the cases you didn't know about now have been tested for, and you right. found them. But those people may—they say many people may know not know they ever had it. I'm <laughs> waiting for the VA to uh, get the antibody test available for us, because I think my son had it in December, January, and we may have been exposed. And my wife was real sick. I'd like to know if I can—you know—I want to do an antibody test. I may. Be out of the woods. Who knows?
4: Should we call you Mary? Maybe not. Is it typhoid Mary. Well, typhoid okay, yeah. but the gross, antibody gross. that
0: antibody oh. test thing that came and went in the news, right? Oh, we're gonna start measuring antibody tests and now.
3: Vince, Vincent said he heard it was painful and watched some videos as they shoved that stick like not, all the way up your nose. Not the you know? antibody
0: test. That's the regular COVID test. Yeah, <laughs> the antibody test. That's
3: the regular blood. test.
0: Yes, tilt your head back. The antibody <laughs> test is blood. That's a blood test. Uh, yeah. Can't
3: you poke the finger? The well,
0: your finger
4: doesn't go far enough up that. <laughs> I mean, that's, the,
3: that's the only place well John was saying he, there was your other places he was worried about touching I mean <laughs> no, yeah for the antibody test
0: is blood to prick your finger for blood but the actual COVID test that's, that's a long
3: tickle your brain tickle your brain through the nose <laughs> yeah that's about it and if, if the stick gets lost, there's nothing up there to worry about in the first place, right? That's you, just right.
0: Get, you just hope it's not that person's first day taking the test because,
3: you know. <laughs> hey, now, Richard, not... you're, you're close to Snot's Berry Farm. I missed it because I've been staying off of some social media because it's just, I, I don't know, at a certain point it's overwhelming. You just got to learn to uh, keep
0: scrolling. You keep scrolling. Yeah, yeah. That's right. what my
3: wife always says. I saw a thing that said the marketplace at Knott's closed early on Saturday. Was there something going on over there i don't know um
4: funny you should say that because uh my daughter and i specifically headed we were doing some shopping locally and we were specifically going to head over to the marketplace um to get some honey over there and when we got up to uh where you got the turn right there on uh beach boulevard they had those water barriers all out there was about a handful of Buena park pd and a handful of uh security out there and it's like i'm what what's going on out here are we getting hey, some actually, i
1: know richard they were lining up for for chicken dinners that's, yeah that's
4: <laughs> really i'd line up if for we're sure. trying to try figure that out go, are we supposed to have some protest here my daughter looks at me who would notice if there was a protest here so
3: yeah well when they spe- specifically sent out a thing that they were closing at for uh because they they their marketplace hasn't been reopened all that long i mean it's been a while now but it's not been you know, as long as some other things. But um, so you guys don't know yet then if you're you're traveling, huh?
5: Nope. Uh, borders haven't opened and there's no sign of when the borders are going to open. Um, for me personally, I think the thing that I'm most concerned, I, I believe the borders will open. Um, but it's the, if we have to quarantine, I don't know that necessarily Oh, yeah. we're going to yeah. have to quarantine on the way in
2: um, because of,
5: uh, it's coming, it's coming home, right? If I have to quarantine for 14 days after I I come home, uh, that's more vacation time than I'm willing got to take.
2: Yeah. Now, if
5: if my company allows me to, just, yeah, just quarantine at home and don't worry about it.
2: But
1: yeah. um, hey, Greg, I I haven't uh, spoken to Chris, but um, it, it, things have changed over the last week. But we got all the dining reservations we wanted; they've been cancelled. Uh, we were going during the ha- Halloween period. No, uh, no idea at the moment about the Halloween. We we're going during the Food and Wine Festival. We don't know whether the Food and Wine Festival is on. Yeah, I uh, We I'm booked guessing the, the resort that, that we've always wanted to stay at. Um, Which one? And we stay there, or is the um, basketball going to take that one over? Uh, I saw, is uh, that
3: why you? Is that why you sent yeah. me that? Because. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, the so NBA. You, want, is, you
3: actually uh, wanted to stay at the Wild World
1: of Sports. You actually intended and wanted to stay there? No, no. So the um, NBA will be playing out the rest of the season at Walt Disney World. No, uh, no, no. You
3: intentionally booked your hotel at that location?
1: No.
5: No, we're no, booking. No, no. We booked our hey, hotel way yeah. back before all this was going on, and we're staying yeah, right. at the boardwalk. Oh, okay. The boardwalk. Sorry. I missed it. NBA is talking about staying at. Um, the Coronado. Okay. Coronado is not taking any reservations. Uh, they're off the. They're off the charts. They're so not
3: reopening.
2: Yeah.
5: They're not. Yeah. So <laughs> speculation is, is they're going to Coronado, but boardwalks in in the vicinity. Yes. Boardwalk is the nearest resort to that that could potentially. But I have not been uh, informed that our reservation is in jeopardy. No.
3: Yeah, I saw that they, they if you had a food plan, you're going to be reimbursed. If you haven't totally paid it off yet, you'll get back the portion you haven't done. I, I'm not sure why, you know, I, the logic of that, if they're going to open these restaurants, why they would, I almost feel like you're discouraging eating if they don't have capacity, that makes sense. Yeah, every capacity. How about limit, so, limit how many you, you've sold? I mean, it seems like, you know, again, a first come, first serve. If yeah, you have a reserve it, to get it, into it's the park, a reservation
1: you know. system, but so yeah. um, 100, you'll love this, Greg. Um, 180 <laughs> days out, we we'll booked our dining. So for places like Ohana um you've got about three minutes to get that reservation 106 months out right <laughs> yeah. so every seat in ohana is booked out between four o'clock and 11 o'clock at night so people in the dining plan would have bought the dining plan they would have booked all that and now well if only 20 percent of those seats are open um yeah so Disney. So, wait, wait, they canceled your dining, let's say, the dining plan,
3: but that did that also cancel? All the dining reservations as well. Now, I've wondered, okay, Epcot, one of my favorite places there, which I don't get to eat a lot because, one, is expensive, and the people I travel with don't always want to do it, is the Teppanyaki place. Mm. And by Like, in California, the Teppanyaki places better find a new way to entertain you because right now, it's not within... The California guidelines to reopen because mm. of the way they cook the food right there in front of you. And I'm not sure they could put a glass thing around. I mean, it just doesn't work. You know how the Teppanyaki
1: works. Oh right? no, be well, bigger bigger issue you're sitting with six other people you don't know. Correct. Yeah. So where do yeah. you sit that's probably but the biggest
3: if if, if, if you're mm.
1: just a couple? Well mm. no, well in
3: California it's anything that's open to where people could touch. So you know, so there's like no no buffets. So if you're you're if you're hometown buffet, you're aft. You know, you need people serving you, you know, up and down the line. Uh, So some of these restaurants are going to have a hard time adjusting if buffet is in their menu. Uh, And that's going to be rough in California. We'll see if that changes. Uh, But I immediately thought of the Teppanyaki place. Or there's one out by Mike I like to go to, Shogun's. You know, can't go. They'll give you your own table, right?
0: They'll put it in the
3: back. Well, they'd have to cook it in the back and bring it to you. Uh, The specific lines I read in the California guidelines was they wouldn't even be able to cook it in front of you. So they'd have to bring it to you. Yeah, they'd have to be prepared because there's no barrier between you. What if you went like Richard starts hacking and coughing because that thing he won't (laughs) fix in his larynx or whatever. But it's my Um, food.
0: They're cooking my food. Why do I care? Let's
3: say just just you and Sherry show up and the eight other seats, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the way. The that's way. the
0: way I saw teppanyaki yeah. is that the groups get a table.
3: They won't. I, I don't they won't know. fill yeah, all well, ten
0: seats with a mix of people. It's, yeah.
3: your group well, gets. A when table. I read the, Yeah, when I read the California guidelines, it to me that looked well, like it totally exi- You know, would have got rid of those. Well, that would well, surprise one me one because the, we
4: got uh, some
0: half ass crap going on here.
4: You know, like like I said, there's a. Uh, you talk to five people and you'll have twenty-two different theories of how Disneyland's going to open up. Sure. But yeah. But one of the th- comments that has been made is that we won't be any opening up any of the dine-in restaurants. Uh, Blue Bayou, uh, Cafe Orleans; those restaurants will remain closed. We'll only open the fast food, the stuff that you can go in there, you're there and gone. And they'll spread the tables out in those dining areas further apart so you can keep the little distancing going on.
0: So we're um, eat your food.
4: Well, you go to the Tomorrowland Terrace and you pick up your food. There's just fewer tables out there, okay. and this. And why? So, why
3: would the Blue Bayou have to close? They just spread the tables out and take less people.
4: Uh, because yeah. they didn't want to have the full service. That Where's was friends, oh. again. Yeah, this is theories and ideas that people are and throwing. What, what, out. Nothing established on how
3: it's going. Back, be done. back up, and what did full service have to do with this?
4: That was just something that somebody was throwing out that they were going to not have full service for the first. So, couple Richard's
3: months. quoting
0: somebody that's. Half assly guessing crap again. Remember, okay. remember, how did I open up this? Statement? Yes, exactly oh, what right he said. Line. That's I'm oh, coming, you to, your I'm coming is is to your defense. I'm coming to your defense Richard. Well, I, I've,
4: watched, I've watched them put tape on the ground for six feet apart all over the place <laughs> yeah. on Main Street. That's a
0: and, stupid. Know, there's Every time you say that, it offends <laughs> me.
1: Richard's defense, but if you're running a high end restaurant. It'd be a lot more expensive to run at twenty percent capacity than sure. a. Player. so So um, it makes sense. Um, maybe. But do you think
3: Club Thirty Three is going to worry about it, or they're going to spread their tables out and say, "Fuck it, we got we got high oh, end people here that want to." I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. already having orgies up there. <laughs> I mean, come on. Have you, have, Greg Richard, have
0: you gone yeah. to any sit down? Illuminati's above all this. Yeah. Since, what? <laughs> have you gone to any sit down <laughs> restaurants since <laughs> we, it started? We have not. No. I've been to two. I mean, like sit-down places, like walk in, hostess no. takes you to your chair, hands you a menu. Yeah, been to
3: two. Well, why, you look confused, Richard. Have you fallen again?
4: No, I'm probably, are we talking about I haven't since the whole COVID thing started? No, I have not.
0: Yes, okay. same. That's what I'm talking about. So on, in the end of May, yeah. wife and I went into a sit-down place for our anniversary, right? Walk in, no masks. All they did was space the booths diagonal for you stay apart from people but the regular full-on service they give you regular menus they took them away and wiped them down so we've been
3: screwed my birthday was screwed my anniversary was screwed pretty much all the you know few
5: holidays uh,
4: yesterday olive garden was open nearby but i mean i haven't haven't gone down to any actual sit-down restaurant
3: I did house. do something that you two don't have to do because you can use the Floby, but I went and got my haircut finally. Uh,
0: uh, I don't use a Floby. I wish I had one. <laughs> I would have. You should see my hair. I had three months without a haircut. I had the
3: full-on mad scientist
0: halo going, Doc
3: Brown. <laughs> 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 that was nuts. interesting because I go to sports cuts because uh, they do veteran discounts. I like the way they do this. They do a massage, a skull massage. They do the hot, <laughs> the hot. Towel, yeah it's towel reasonably priced too it's reasonable it's really yeah, it, it yeah. is reasonably priced plus you get your you know your veteran discount and you had to make a reservation you had to check in before you walked in the door you had to six you know sit six feet apart you kind of self governed yourself wear a mask the odd thing was you'd be like okay hold the mask i'm like yes. what yeah you so, know, so you so can do your like, trim around. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah i'll hold it
3: uh, but it, you know it, it wasn't too bad of an experience for and i've got an n95 mask because uh a uh, guy Richard and I know out in Iowa, an ex Navy SEAL. He was making N95 masks that you clean by baking in the oven for 30 minutes at like 160 degrees. Um, they're a little tight, but you know they're supposed to be good. Yeah, well, I don't know. The wife's like she's not in a big rush to go back to church, but you gotta remember. The Catholics, you know, they like to touch. They like to stick their tongues out so people put things in their mouths. Uh, they like to share drinking cups. Uh, you know, there's a lot of touching and close proximity in that, that was, church.
0: That was on the news today that the the archdiocese, the big cathedral in Los Angeles, opened up, right? In-person church. Oh, but wait, only the first 100 people. Everybody else, move along. I, <laughs> I
3: was telling Karen about a, a priest. He was doing uh drive-by confessions, and he was doing drive-by uh, uh, communion, and he was in a little chair, that the you know he had his mask on, and he'd you know do the whole thing, and the next person would drive up, and uh, also, Trump re- hey. re- into
1: places the worship.
0: Yeah, he State of he wanted to, but the states are still uh, they still kind yes. of make their own rules, and we and even we then have a governor in California, that's a very Interesting guy, to say the least. And even then, they kick a lot of it down to the counties to decide.
1: It's the biggest business in the world. We we need to get religion back up and running, especially Uh, the Catholic Church. Biggest nice.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the whole thing is stupid. The longer this goes, the more I We've talked about when the
4: state, from what I have been told, I'm sure somebody's going to correct me real fast, from what I've been told this next week, amusement parks are allowed to open up. Whether they do or not, doesn't mean anything, but we're going to be hitting the stage where amusement parks will be allowed to start opening. But
1: well, I, I think, think they have to submit to a plan the first. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: What? In Florida, I like the ones like um, it's a Gator town or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Yeah, you get Gatorland and places like that. They all open first, so I think the smaller ones will probably um, yeah lead the way. And um, again, uh, it's a good opportunity for the bigger parks to probably see what's happening.
3: Yeah. Well, Plus, they had, like in Florida, I know, they had to submit a plan to...
1: Uh, and
4: it's the same thing well, for us. hey,
3: I, I totally forgot to ask this earlier. I was on some site that had some pictures of the Magic Kingdom, and there was some construction going on right next to Space Mountain. Big square box almost looked like. It's, uh, Tron. It's Tron. It's Tron. Well, Line that's site. where Tron's going. Okay, all right. Now, I also had heard a while back they were talking about that ugly piece of crap arcade uh, shop that was getting nixed. That's right next to Space Mountain. That's always, to me, ruined the view after they built that ugly monstrosity. And it's still sitting there as far as I saw. But I heard it was on the, I'm sure, the axe. I'm sure it's the Tron exit.
1: mm. Yeah. Oh, so last be. time we were there, Chris, that was the modified exit coming out of um, Space Mountain, I think.
5: Oh yeah, but they—I mean, inside the building was all refurbed and and yeah. uh, they it's they the like they that I it mean. to, like a like a a you know 50s, 60s kind of um, vibe uh, style, kind of like the um Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, it's I think that that, right, I think that's, that's going to stay. Biggest... I think they're going to just use the walkway that goes beside that, and and if anything, they might just uh, have to adjust the um, the pathing of uh, of Autopia or
2: and
1: know, the railway line.
5: The
3: railway it's line. The is as yeah, well. It's yeah. Well, they've already that done building.
1: that, haven't they? Yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's the exterior of that building, I really take most issues with. Uh, when I started going back to Florida, and what that was, 2005, that building was already serving as the, uh, you know, let's say exit through the gift shop at Space Mountain, and there were some arcade games in there, mostly a sh- mostly a shop. I'm I'm thinking at one point when it first opened, it was probably mostly arcade, and like arcades are, they're a dying breed. Um, but yeah, I just the exterior of that building just, you know, bothers the hell out of me next to that. Beautiful looking Space Mountain. You got that monstrosity next to it. Um, well, so.
5: they they did a whole they did a whole bunch of construction um, on uh, on Space Mountain, uh, like that that exit. So uh, if they would if I would have figured if they're tearing that building down, they would have done it while they were doing while they were. You think on, so. on the railroad and yeah. the exit ramp uh, for uh, Space Mountain. Um, because... Maybe it was one of those rumors because I'm not the only one
3: that dislikes that building. Maybe it was just one of those, you know, rumors out there that people peddle, and I was like, "Yay!" You know, like how how many years did we hear that wand was coming down off of the ball, you know, before it finally came down? You know? and, yeah. and 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 Lou still crying. Yeah. Lou, <laughs> yeah, he's the only well, you know, poor uh, Lou. You know, Lou's already kind of in a low spot these days. His. uh I know he had a, I think a, a sign on those whatever you want to call those monuments out in front of, uh, Spaceship Earth as you walked into the park,
0: and those were all
3: being taken down too.
0: They leave a legacy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, I want to say he did. I know he had. They've been down down. since like on our last. They were down. Were they. Uh, And. But when you bought them, they they only guaranteed. I I don't know. I didn't. I, I was quite fine with them, being gone. Yeah, How, was, what's what's the area? I, like I wasn't there? connected to them, so
3: no, me either. Was it back to the way it used to be, just kind of a big open space? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't get into all the. You know, let's buy these bricks and, you know, I mean it was sort of kind of cool, but I don't know. I, I those
5: little monuments to me kind of just took away from the the entry. But if yeah. if memory serves, they had some uh, some planters, some extra planters. Oh, probably. stuck in, if if memory serves, but um, I wasn't necessarily paying that close attention. Mm. Why not? On the way in and on the way out, (laughs) I I wasn't able to pay that close attention.
0: Wasn't able. Okay. So you were impaired? Were you impaired in some fashion?
5: Hey, uh... I would love to answer you answer that question, but my attorneys have told me to the fifth, the sixth, and I think the ninth. Oh, you, you've been
3: watching the Epstein show, you? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, it's not a dry park, so what do you expect?
2: Come on.
5: Well, that's exactly it. Yeah.
3: yeah and I'm, tra- and I'm
5: traveling with Yossi, so, you know.
3: Shit. He never stops, so.
5: Yeah. Drinks. So
3: Karen still talks about uh, that time at the when we had the uh, Yeehaw Bob out for Mice Cast or for hmm. the uh, Mice Cast, but for the uh, uh, TPM thing. Yeah. And the, the amount of bottles sitting on our table with um, <laughs> uh, John and <laughs> Chris. Uh, the, no, 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 it was John, the Pennsylvania. Do, uh, I'm going blank on his Frumpa, name right now. Matt, Matt. Yeah, I think you. those two were sitting next together, and I think they had half of what was served to the whole crowd right there at our table. <laughs> Man, that hotel that's made their money back yeah. in that bar, that's for sure. <laughs> and he didn't seem impaired at all. That's what what kills me. is, uh, you know, Most of us would be dying of alcohol poisoning at that point, and he's yeah. still rocking. Well, I'm promised, Richard almost I'm fell, fell off the these days. Yeah. I think Richard tripped on the stage, uh, falling off when everybody was going around in circles with "yeehaw." So
1: that was, that was kind of humorous.
2: And... Yeah, it's hard I to believe. Yourself, remember
3: that, Have you
1: seen he's doing shows on um, online, and you can virtually tip him? Oh, yeah,
0: really? <laughs> Is it the yeah, same yeah. show every time,
1: though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but um, I suppose um, yeah. For entertainers, it must be a hard time at the moment. Yeah, oh, I watched somebody.
3: Somebody in my veterans group sent me a great video. of this country guy? He he had his COVID nineteen song. About halfway through, he pulls off his little bandana. It's like it just gets pretty raunchy about you know entertainers who make their living by going from bar to bar, or place to place. You know that's yeah, that's rough.
0: Have a bar. Anybody like bars can open this know, week.
3: Now they can but how long have they been closed? My my daughter uh, 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 is a uh was it physical massage therapist or what do they call the those? they've been closed. You know, very limited access. My wife's business, dentist, didn't get to reopen right away. They're just slowly reopening now I, with major concessions of you I know. I went
0: to the dentist for my checkup on Tuesday, and I get yeah. I get to put a crown on tomorrow.
3: I'll tell you for you.
0: I'm not looking forward to that.
3: Are you sip- are you sitting with a temporary right now?
0: No, no. It's a cracked filling. I have a cracked filling.
3: All right. So they'll and, take it down. And, and he
0: said, okay. So he looks closely at the thing. He says, I don't know if I pull that out and clean it up. I'm going to be too close to the nerve. So crown for you. I'm like, okay, thanks. Is he,
3: is he want, there's some dentists. My dentist won't do it yet because I think he's thinking about retiring and selling his practice. They have CAD cam machines, basically 3D printers that they can make it right there in the room now. Rather yeah. than sending it out to a guy that uh, huh. has to make it from uh, the mold, so they can mold it, make it, put it right in the same day. Uh, well,
1: hopefully, it's a bit cheaper too. You
3: yeah. would think so once you you paid off that investment and those those three D printers. I'm not sure what kind of materials being made out of. Um, I'm sure
0: there's, but there's it's quite interesting.
3: Medical, yeah. Oh yeah, it's got to be past the medical uh, thing. I think it's quite interesting. Uh, so, how's Karen doing down there with in the COVID ward, John?
1: Yeah, so we've converted back to a surgical. So um, Karen's a a, a clinical nurse specialist, and um, so she was um, one of the people that that set up the COVID ward, and, yeah, they they haven't had a patient for weeks. So um, they've gone back to the surgical, and um, we're now doing elective surgeries. I'm not sure what happened in the States, but we stopped all elective surgeries um, yes, during yes, the yes. outbreak. So never um, have restarted. So they need additional capacity. So she's happy. And uh, at least she's not getting a spat on the street now like from the ferals. So.
3: Yeah, there's been a big worry here about the people who put off what some might call electris- elective surgery, or even like in the dentist world, some people, if you don't have your cleaning every three months or five months, you have problems. And mm. our, our dentist was looking at it like the, the state kind of ruled that is elective. Hey, it's not going to be elective when you don't get to do it at all. It turns into a yeah. problem. Yeah.
2: Well, there, you know, there
3: was
4: a uh, uh, a, uh, a, yeah, a thing that was signed by like a hundred thousand healthcare workers complaining that they're not opening up doctor's offices, hospitals more so because so many people that really need to get these checkups, so many people that need to, you know, for various things for heart dialysis, whatever, aren't doing them because they're all afraid of going yeah. into those places. And you really need to start telling people it's okay to see your doctor,
1: it, especially older people. That, uh, yeah, older people are putting it off. Yeah, we're having the same problem in this country.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're running so many ad. I mean, there' It's like which one do you believe today? You know, like Microsoft is running all these things about. Oh, we can do everything on the Microsoft meeting now look i can show you my x-ray i can show you we'll just meet over the phone and it's like it's just not i don't know are they may maybe we'll see a lot more of that than we used to like people they can work at home like are you going back into the office mike or are you going to continue to work at home
0: uh at this point i'm still still working from home the county is gonna reopen for business on and chris the,
3: you're still going
0: in right 15th, 15th
5: yeah wait, i've always been we uh, in certain, in, in certain situations, uh, we, you know, if you needed to work from home, you could, but, uh, um, so you, you've been on the we, front
3: line every day, right, Chris?
5: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Front line. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I leave, I leave my home. I walk into my car, I, w- I walk in the back door of the, of the office and I sit in my, in my, in my office, uh, completely isolated. So, um, <clears> you <throat> know, maybe two or three people come and, and, uh, stand two meters away from me uh, during a day. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. that's Normal, Chris. <laughs> well, that's exactly. It. This has literally been like the most normal. This has been the most normal thing ever, except for I couldn't get a haircut, and I had to stand in line to go to go to you know go get groceries or uh, go to Costco.
4: By the way, I did. Uh, I was meaning to send this to you. Um, did discover a side benefit of all this going on. I've, I discovered this week, you know those people that just decide to cut you off driving or don't look where they're going when they change lanes or use or leave their turn signals on forever? Those are always the same. I've been noticing they're always the same people that are driving their car by themselves wearing a mask. So now you can actually tell the drivers that are going to cut you off because if they're by themselves in the car with a mask, stay clear of them.
5: It's funny seeing some people. I mean, Yeah, we saw someone, uh, we saw a couple people driving in a car the other day uh, with full-on canister uh, masks, you know, like you would use for, like, asbestos work and and all that. They're in a vehicle, enclosed, and they were wearing that. And just to put it in perspective, our region for probably about a week has not had any active cases, uh, of COVID. Um, and so it's just people are, um, I mean, they're doing whatever they, 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 they do, they, they gotta do to feel safe. And, and,
2: but yeah,
3: I, I, I used to find it funny when I would see, and it would usually be an Asian driver wearing the mask. So until, I don't know, deep into a year or two in my cigar lounge and there was a, uh, couple of Vietnamese guys, a Korean guy, a few other and I some somehow it came up and they're like, you know, in our culture that's considered polite. When you're sick, yeah. you wear a mask so you don't get other people sick. You're not wearing it because that's you're afraid of somebody else. I'm like, Oh, okay, that you know, that's something I didn't know. That that's great. But now when I see people driving around, I think it's paranoia because commercials and the the press have has everybody worked up that uh, you know, you're going to catch it, yet it's not supposedly yeah, there's airborne. Some, there's
0: some fear, uncertainty, and, and doubt being spread by people who should know better.
1: Yeah. It's funny, you know, even down here, um, it's brought out the best and worst in people. We've seen some amazing things like people helping out their neighbors. And when we walk the dog in the mornings and the afternoons, everyone's talking, and there's a real community spirit. But then I told you guys the story the other week Karen finished a shift at the hospital uh, in a COVID ward um getting groceries and this woman's abusing her for um, potentially infecting everybody in, in the grocery store and um so i think yeah because she had come point.
3: from the hospital they assumed that she was infested and spreading oh, I, it. I, I told
1: guys this, this story it was incredible so done a 12-hour shift um we needed something for dinner she called in um just about to pay for the groceries and this woman's almost slapped her on the back and said, how dare you be here? Um, you're putting us all at risk. And, and Karen was that stunned, didn't know how to respond. And um, Karen eventually said, well, I'm probably more likely to, to get it from you, you bitch, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in <it's> a hospital, <laughs> everything's sterilised, everyone knows what, <laughs> what to do, and you wouldn't be slapping me on the back in, in, in a hospital precinct. But um, so they were told not to wear their uniform was out um, after their shifts. Um, And that's crazy when a local community, on on one hand, we're celebrating uh, uh, healthcare workers and calling them heroes, and then you've got people like that in society that uh, are abusing people as well. But I think I've seen more good things than bad things. Um, Yeah, just people helping their neighbours out, uh, taking care of more vulnerable people. As I said, just walking the streets and and people were talking and and um, chatting and um, yeah, it's, yeah, I think some positives that's coming out of it as well.
3: Yeah, you no, know, it's I hadn't really heard of anything negative um, until I was I was shopping up at the Air Force Base. I'm standing in line, and I forgot, you know, Michael, remember this? You know, the way you shop at a military commissary is not exactly the same as shopping at a normal facility there's like you you queue up well at least in this one you queue up to exit and there and this might be more covid related i don't remember this at the air force base that i was on um but that's what they're doing and telling you which line to go in and like the there's always somebody packing your your stuff in um, grocery bags and they work purely for tips and
2: you retiree. know probably blah, blah,
3: yeah and they help or young kids yeah and they help you to the car and and something you don't see in a normal grocery store unless you're decrepit and you need help um, And he was telling me that a friend of his had been held up coming out of the grocery store for their groceries. I'm like, damn, dude! I'm like, where was this? He says, oh, uh, Carson over by the refineries. I'm like, wow! I said, I'm not hearing this on the news. This is as terrible, you know. I think in my area, I hadn't seen anything like that except the stores just were out of some of the basic items. And then once I got all my clearances done to go back up to the Air Force Base they were fully stocked. They might've limited you on some items, but everything was there. Um, so yeah, in general, like we've been walking our neighborhood and I've seen more people out in the neighborhood than I, I usually do see people do change the side of the road they're on, you yeah, know, sure. give wide berths, you know, hmm. things of that nature, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's, you know, however you want to do it. Uh, nobody's, I haven't seen one person walk in my neighborhood in a mask. Um, uh, nah. so, uh, can
1: yeah, you, and, can and in general, question, Greg, it's, Greg. it's interesting, you know, and um, not to take anything away from my healthcare workers, because I'm married to one, but um, people that work in gas uh, stations, um, grocery stores, I think they're the real heroes to a certain extent, that they, they work for, for, for minimum wage, they've had no training in infectious diseases, um, they've copped the brunt of everyone's abuse because uh, they can't get their groceries that they want. They're the yeah. ones that I, I really feel sorry for because, um, as much as I don't want my wife working on COVID board, she's had twenty years worth of training, right? She's got really good um, uh, protection behind her. She's got a good system there. Where you work in a grocery store, you right? have to be taking your life in your hands every day you go to work. You're so. Done,
3: glad you said that because i didn't want to kind of throw it out there but karen and i've been talking about this it's like wait policemen firemen healthcare workers this is their normal life
2: 24 mm-hmm. 7
3: 365 days a year no matter when it is you don't know what you're coming against you know cops are now didn't they used to have to be worried now they're worried about getting poked with needles you know some of them wear special gloves that you know can't get poked Healthcare workers they're always worried about infectious diseases but yeah the grocery store workers uh, now there's a there's some foundation here that's doing a you know nominate uh a grocery store worker to get like a free month of groceries for being out there on the front line etc cetera, etc cetera. um so yeah i i think sometimes we're pointing in the wrong direction but you know you got to think that i mean some healthcare workers might have said <laughs> you know i don't feel good i'm going to go home uh, cause this is something they hadn't seen before, but you got to think about either the same people that probably held on during an AIDS crisis that were like, they didn't know what they were going to run up against. You know, even the dentists. you know, my wife was still a dental assistant at the time. AIDS was really big. And, you know, she made a decision to change the way she worked in the dental office. She decided to become front office. It just, you know, they weren't, they used to handle mercury without gloves. They used to not wear gloves working in people's mouths. It just isn't what you did, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we keep modifying and adjusting as these kind of things come up. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But you're right. Yeah, the, the gas station. Oh, you know, well, yeah, I say the poor clerks are getting, you know, when's, it, when's the toilet paper coming in tomorrow? I need to know.
0: <laughs> <you> know or <laughs> Hey, you know, we're three months into this and I still can't walk into a warehouse store. Sam's Club and be guaranteed that there'll be toilet paper or paper towels available.
1: It's, and, and, it's, you know, yeah, yes, I, and I can tell you uh, working okay. for the government and understanding like, supply chains, there's no global shortage. No, global.
0: there isn't. It's people <laughs> yes. people panic buying. I know I get it. Yeah. So so no, now I have to adjust my behavior, right? I'm not out of yeah, toilet.
3: Talk, talk to
0: me offline. <laughs> i'm not out i'm not out of toilet paper but if i roll into the sam's club and they have it i need to buy it because who knows when i'm actually out if they're going to have it
3: well, three what months into in this. In there. yeah my, my son moved back home because they they get this the place he was living at he'd moved out they were they decided they were going to renovate it and they were kicking people out and they gave him one extra month because of the covid because like where are we going to go rent no one's you know yeah. And uh, just put him in a hard situation. Uh, so now he's back. So now the demand on some of my paper products is probably going to go up. That, that kid knows how to go through a roll of toilet paper. I'm telling you. Um, you got to teach him to fold and twist. Yeah. You <laughs> no, I wish I had a piece or something to explain to you how a marine, you know, in in your little kit, you get this <laughs> little tiny. <laughs>
0: here let me let me let me shut off my background so you can see what greg's talking about because i happen to have yeah. i happen to you have some toilet paper right here right so get po- a piece about so, that so you big. get you get you know here's one square right <laughs> this is one square and you usually yeah. get 3 of these and what greg yeah. and what greg's talking about is you poke your finger through like this right <laughs> And then you use this to grab then all the fe- your finger. To, no, you use this to grab all the fecal matter. And then you just go like that.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, oh, don't forget to clean your fingernails. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Then you get the little you get the little piece. Left, left,
4: left hand or right hand? <laughs> oh, we're, not, we're not in
3: India. It doesn't matter, yeah. Whatever feels best. Yeah. So in
5: a
0: in a in a in a meal ready to eat or whatever, you get like a pack of a five little sheets of paper like this. And yeah,
3: my dad's gonna do much. But good. but wow. you know those
0: those meals are designed to bind you Thank up. You. Four thousand four thousand <laughs> calories, and you don't poop for days. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: that's why when you get back you get back to the station happens. everybody's sitting in the long open latrine just grunting it out
2: <laughs>
3: some
0: fiber just up up your fiber content because you get coffee out there right but that's not going to yeah.
2: help
3: hey. <laughs> sorry the fun life of being in the military yeah it's uh, oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> uh. so what's what's uh what's
3: do we cover everything we wanted to talk about, Greg? I think so. I mean, I, some of them I cut and paste. I think I've talked about those and the lines, the new normal things I, that really bother me. You know, until until we have firsthand knowledge from these two who've got to travel or, you know, the park opens and Richard can tell us what's going on there. It's, a lot of this is still, you know, speculation. We, we know reservations have been canceled. You know, we know. You know the uh, for the the dining, you need a reservation to get in the parks. You know we know some of the basics, but we we really can only judge by people's speculation what it really is going to end up like.
1: Hey, and, Greg, I've got a question for Richard. Yeah. Do you think they'll restrict entry to Disneyland Resort to resort guests?
4: Good question. Um, That'd be awesome. Would we, yeah. Great question. When we were uh, initially. You know, when the word was spreading that we were starting to take reservations at the hotels again Hmm. and everybody's saying, well, we're going to have to work with reduced capacity. Well, what do you call reduced capacity at Disneyland? Um, A lot of the thought was that we would just have our three hotels allowed to go in the parks. But immediately when those rumors started going, everybody else in the town was screaming bloody murder because we got like 100 hotels around us. And they all, and while they're not necessarily going strictly to Disneyland, they're staying there to be able to go to Disneyland and do other things as well. So they all want to make sure that they get a piece of the action as well.
3: Do those other things.
4: Do those other things, yeah. (laughs)
3: Um,
4: So, you know, we're right back into the whole question of we really don't know. There's been a lot of talk on different things. I can tell you, you're talking about the security methods. There's been a number of different things that they've been talking about and trying we've been experimenting I'm getting pulled out of the field and go, okay, you're going to be the Guinea pig and they're going to try this out with you. Um, some of them might work capital M on the might. Um, others have been just shot down. You know, we've had the, uh, the, uh, park execs walk and observe some of this and they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do, you know, like the six foot squares in the middle of main street and around every road, you know, uh, when, when, you, when we were talking about it you were mentioning about the six foot squares for watching the parades they were putting the six foot squares in the middle of main street so as people were going up and down main street we were keeping encouraging social distancing and they said no that's not going to work for us so mm-hmm. um yeah i really don't know uh they talk about reduced capacity i mentioned it before you know capacity at disneyland the record's eighty-six thousand people and according to the fire marshal we could still allow more in so are we going to go half of that that's still forty-three thousand people that's a pretty good day at the park
5: yeah um, yeah so like what like generally what is what is the capacity that disneyland runs at on a sort of on an average day probably what 40 percent
4: on an average day i would say nowadays uh our average day is right around about 50
1: yeah Yeah. Well, well, here's something for you to ponder. So you've got just over 2,000 rooms in the three hotels, the official hotels. Uh, Yeah, about 25. 2,500,
0: I'm thinking. 2,500.
1: Okay. So say, what, two people? Say three people. So there's 7,500 people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how dead. Yeah, <laughs> It right? sounds
5: like
2: Better a lovely at, day in the park. At, at yes.
1: Question, Mike, if you could spend a day at Disneyland with seven, seven and a half other uh, thousand people, that would be uh, nice. Uh, I
4: remember when we used to run those numbers. We, we, we don't. You know, I taught. You know, Greg and Mike remember there was times where we can go into the park
0: at two in the and
4: the cast members outnumbered the guests. We were yeah. talking into the hundreds, maybe. Thousand, two thousand, and that was it for the guests that were in the park. Nowadays, if we go below twenty-two, twenty-three thousand, that's a very slow day. Those are slow days. Twenty-two yeah, thousand people crazy. in the park.
3: But yeah, see, my park... first in park uh, foremanship was a Christmas hey. Eve. Closed at six by five. I kept bouncing into the same couple. I, I literally yeah. could almost count how many people were in the park in my hand.
0: Hey, that picture behind you.
3: Tiki you bar recognize TV. that? Tiki Bart. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking
0: at that.
4: And I, re- I remember there was a couple times during uh, uh, the season between Halloween and Thanksgiving. That's kind of a quote-unquote dead period there. Real foggy, foggy enough that you could walk around for 20 minutes and you didn't see any other, other people around the park because there was just that much movement that they were staying just outside your vision with the fog.
0: And the park's hours that day were 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yep. Yep, ten to and six. You and got we were everything in. Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, no.
3: So. Yeah, in those days, you went to Knotts with me, and then we'd go back
1: to the other park in the other <laughs> day. Yeah. You know? we Knotts
2: yeah, we was closed Nassau,
1: uh, like Wednesday someone, and Thursday, um, I think. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Richard, yeah, you think phase one could be the three hotels? You pre-check and screen everybody coming to the hotels. And then you, uh, yeah, you text around that ten thousand people mark. You think five thousand people in the two parks?
4: Yeah, that would be that would be awfully dead. I don't know if that if that's the plan or not, because mm-hmm. again, we're going into uh, how it's going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. It's not just how it works, but also how it's going to be perceived. And um, there's always a lot of pushback on how. Um, when we do these checks and everything, how uh, invasive different checks are going to be, and how we're—you know—everybody was doing the whole thermometer. We're going to take everybody's temperature coming in. Yeah, everybody's going to have rectal
3: thermometers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I told you that joke. We got two thousand thermometers. Bad thing is they're all rectal. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, there's always a big question on how invasive things are going to be with, uh, you know, bringing the guest in going into the hotels. Um, So, you know, and you, as you yourself know, people are spending big money. They want Mm -hmm. to get big experience coming in here. So, you know, we don't want to mess up that too much. Uh, I was always taught with show business, the thing is uh, the beginning has to be spot on because that's the way people are going to react through the rest of the show. The ending has to be spot on because that's the last thing they're going to see. That's what they're going to take with them. If you're going to mess up, do it in the middle. Well, we're talking about the beginning of the show. You don't want to mess things around so that people are going to have this whole bad attitude on how their day began.
1: I agree, and it's been interesting to watch Walt Disney World, the Disney language change, because I think you're right, uh, Richard. I think a few months ago, uh, what you're saying probably would have held firm, but uh, with the reopening of Disney Springs and now with the communication with the parks, um, yeah, the tone of the messaging's getting stronger. Um, you're in, entering private property. We will screen you. You will wear a mask. We will ask you to leave if you're not compliant. We right. have zero tolerance um, in regards to uh, the way you interact with other guests. guests. Yeah, it's interesting. If you communicate it up front and people know, very clearly what they're entering into and there's a refund policy or there's some type of ticketing offer where your annual pass isn't expiring, then if you don't want to be there, don't be there. Yeah, and great. I think Disney's on pretty safe ground, in my opinion, if they communicate that really strong and hard and early. What is
2: is
0: that picture? Oh. Holy smokes. Oh, <laughs> Oh.
1: <laughs> um, that, that I say, that, um, is that 2008? Is that A Dallas Cowboys game in, in Dallas.
3: Uh, that was the Ducks. Oh, the, the Ducks. Ducks. Uh-huh. 2010, ten years ago. Well, I haven't even got that. Photo. <laughs> I'll, I'll for
4: that for that question. I'll go with when we eliminated selfie sticks.
2: Mm. Um,
4: we did. Oh, For months, we were saying not allowed in the park. We'll take it. You can come pick it up later. Then they start putting signage. (laughs) They start putting signage up uh, that says these are not allowed. And we would do that whole little song and dance that you can pick it up later. Then they finally said we're drawing the line here. If uh, the signage is up, we I was told we had 76 signs. They're told when they're they're spieled when they come in on the trams coming through. They were passing out flyers when you were checking out uh, or parking your car. All the hotels with their shuttles, they spieled it on their shuttles coming into the park and everything. So we said, they're not here. If you want to, you can surrender it to me, but it's going to be destroyed. It's going to get tossed into the waste and everything else. Or you can take it back to your car or hotel room. People still to this day get upset when we give that thing well nobody told me
2: mm-hmm. oh yes
4: they did and it's been and we've been doing it for a couple of years now but we still had people coming up so I've had no clue this was going on and it's like we were one of the last people to do that other parks and museums in particular were getting rid of them before we started doing it so
3: how I about the smoking the smoking mm-hmm? issue when you how about when you told the secondhand citizens they couldn't smoke in the park second anymore? class citizens. yeah and,
4: then we, and over at the hotels there was only designated spots at the at the various hotels Um, and again, that was stuff that was, it was advertised that it was coming. It was going to happen. This is the date was going to happen. People still complain about that. So Mm. I think even with a lot of the stuff, I know we were, we talked about how much we were watching for, uh, Shanghai when they started opening up in Shanghai. But again, you're in a population that's very, used to having certain controls put onto it. So Walt Disney World is going to be really interesting as we start
0: opening up more of it.
2: What's that sign say,
0: Greg? Oh. Oh, (laughs) What a letdown (laughs) that show was.
2: I liked it. Yeah, I liked
0: it up until the end.
4: I got tired after three seasons of... They just kept asking more and more questions and
0: no more answers, so...
3: Yeah, and... I know some of the shows you watch, so I, I don't really trust that.
0: Another show that the writer strike screwed over.
3: And they yeah, did it, and they did talk about it in their podcast what what it did to them and it did
0: Heroes hurt them. Heroes was another one. Great. Yeah, start.
3: heroes went from good to shitty real fast. Hmm. Uh, so I don't
1: know if
4: that answers the question entirely. It's
1: Yeah, no, that was good Richard. did hey, Talking about shitty real fast. Did we talk about the Pixar movie? Like, like, peak, 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 peak the last yeah, we did last time,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the uh,
4: Onward, on, yeah. I have yet to watch it, but I'm not in a real race to go watch it. Uh
3: nah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we watched, Straight we to watched video. a good uh, movie the other night it was Annabelle Coming Home.
5: Oh, and, uh, it's,
3: actually, it's actually really good. So, you know, I, I,
5: actually, I actually, when I was flying home from Australia, uh, because I had you know, hours and hours. I just sat there and watched all those Annabelle and the, uh, I can't remember the, so the poor, the the poor girl beside me had to. (laughs) My daughter's
3: really into those. So, you know, all the lights went out. Yeah. uh, You know, total theater time. And it was pretty good. I I mean, I, I enjoy when, enjoy them when they're done well, and there's, there's some thought to them and this is based off, you know, some real life people who, supposedly believed that some of this stuff was real. So there was a little bit, you know, not that the story was real, but it's based off some real life people who investigated that stuff. Um, See this guy here? Yeah, James Yeah. Funniest little fuck. Every time he emails me, all capital, and it's in a different color every time.
0: Uh, Why is he he
3: emailing you? He gave gave me his card, and we we started, you know, exchanging chit-chat here and there. Um, so I used to always sick him What's on Dave. I'm like, Hey, have you had lunch with Dave lately? <laughs> he's like, oh, I need to call Dave. Dave would call me. Did you tell James to call me again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was kind of funny. I
0: think my favorite role of his is is from Seinfeld uh, Four. Uh, is what? What were you gonna say, Chris?
3: Seinfeld Four.
0: No, no. My favorite role of his is from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, Part Two.
3: Oh, hawking the, the yeah. loogie
0: thing! To truly mm. hawk a loogie. A loogie. <laughs> one must one must plow or plumb the depths of one's soul, or something like that. Yeah.
3: Uh, I like Big Trouble Little China. Yes, just, Big Trouble know, in My, China, my, my favorite movies, yes, anyway. Mm.
0: Playing the bad uh, guy. Uh, I just saw. I just watched The Sand Pebbles, and he was he was in that. Really? Uh,
3: I was. I was. I had high hopes for that. Uh, R.I.P.D. And then it turned out to be kind of a crappy movie. Huh. Oh. Um, oh.
5: So here, I was I was I was talking to one of this about uh talking about this with one of the guys at work. So since the movie theaters have shut down and they've pushed back all of these big movies. Yeah, Top Gun.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, like Black
5: Widow, Fast yeah. and the Furious, Quiet Place Two, Bond. Like yeah. and uh-huh. those are the ones that I can only remember. And I know there's just a ton of them. So, how do you think this? The, I mean, the, there was an article that we saw that they they've got some sort of plan. Like Mulan is twenty uh, first of July, I think, is what they're yeah. so. With them pushing back all these big tentpole, like we need we need to fill the theaters, you know, for the weekend to make our money back, because you know, movie the movie industry has like maybe two weeks. And then your, you know, your movie's basically, you know, yeah. done, right? Yep. So, are they going to keep pushing back these big, huge movies that they need to make, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars? And that the first movies that we're going to get are are the um, now I don't want to say B-run movies, but the, the 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 lower budget, the more not the independent stuff, but the, the stuff that mean. they.
3: I know what you mean. Not not yeah, Temple, not franchise. Tier, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in the parlance it, of uh, Michael Eisner, the, maybe the the doubles and the triples, but no home runs, right? <laughs> yeah, so well, correct. but is, is that I, because,
5: it, so because a, they're like, going to be the only movie that's that's in the theater? Are they going to become home runs because everybody's just like, I need, I'm going to the movie theater and I don't care.
1: Or, or is it the opposite? Right? We're having that debate at the moment. So cinema is open next week here, but they got nothing to show. Right. So uh, this is a real challenge. And I understand that um, contractually, and Mike and Greg and Richard probably understand this more than me, it's built into a movie production deal about how long it needs to stay in the cinema for. Yeah, and yeah. it's supposedly been, they've been trying, trying to change it for a long time because uh, with streaming and everything else, it's not profitable for anybody to be sitting in the cinema for eight weeks or ten weeks anymore. Because you're right, after the first couple of weeks, most people have seen it, unless it's a huge blockbuster. But there's pushback because the industry's changing so much, and, and it's interesting. So Top Gun, Mike, I will pay whatever i need to pay a seat in the cinema and and just have that enjoyable experience right but yep. for Milan, why wouldn't I just open up a bottle of wine, watch it at home, um, and, and, and just know. order good takeaway food, and um, yeah, just enjoy it, um, and save probably 50 bucks. But for uh, some
0: people, time. Mulan's there must-see, like like Top Gun is for you or I, Mulan's for them, right? Yeah, yeah I know, but,
1: but the thing is, I'm looking forward to Milan, right? But it's not that I don't need to see it in that, in that cinema for, the, yeah. for oh. the sound effects and, and, and everything else. Um, it's like the big superhero movies. Yeah, hey, oh, I'm happy to go see that in, in the cinema, but there's a lot of stuff now where I can sit in my little recliner, put my surround sound system on, watch it on my large flat screen TV, have a bottle of wine. Pause, and, it,
0: pause uh, it when you need to you know, take care of yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. But you it's, know what's
3: funny about that, John? And I was mm-hmm. telling Richard about this and Mike, I think a little while ago and my wife. And it's mm-hmm. interesting. There were like three different opinions Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the experts I heard on a weekend radio show, you know, I air quote expert, and it was on the tech show. And they talk about a little bit of everything that from computers to, you know, home theater to everything that their prediction based on supposedly their inside knowledge of the industry was theaters would nearly be history in five years, if not earlier. And this was well before COVID set in. Um, and of course my wife's like, no, you know, I love, she loves the experience of going to the theater. I don't go as much as I used to, but yeah, there are certain things like Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. you know, yeah, just a, just a concert movie, but the sound, yes. I'll never have a sound system yes. equal to yeah. what I saw yes. it in an XD theater. Um, but you're right. Mulan, eh, I could take it or leave it, or I could see it at home. Top Gun. I'm not sure if I want to see 50 year old wannabe, be Spider Jock, but I probably go see it simply because I like the first Actually, one. And you
1: don't have to take offense to that, but you might. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. um, yeah.
2: Okay, so think thing.
0: think about it like this, John. The Navy gets Top Gun, right? The Air Force gets Iron Eagle.
3: <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny you say that, Mike. We saw Iron Eagle on base, and <laughs> all of the Air Force guys laughed through the whole movie. Sure. Because there was so much ridiculous about it, from the overweight guys to just the way everything went, we're all like, yeah. "This is really stupid," you know. <laughs> yeah. so, Here's, but there are some great Air Force movies out there. You gotta, you know, you always got to remember okay. uh, what's that? How exactly? I learned to hate the or uh, uh, Doctor Strange Love and riding the nuke down. Yeah. You now there's there's some good Air Force stuff out there. Uh, but I get, I get your do. thing. I mean, yeah, there's been some really nice uh, uh, Navy movies. Uh, yeah, but but the thought is, do we need a theater anymore? I mean, it's streaming technology is getting to the point, and TVs. I mean, social. shoot, it's all I bet you the first thing a lot of these looters list was
5: a nice new big TV. Oh, I no. mean, you've
0: sneakers
3: got to... first.
5: Sneakers first. <laughs> sneakers <laughs> first. <laughs> first. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think you'd be surprised how many how many – Millennials watch TV on their laptop. No,
0: not oh, even I, dude. I, the screen, daughter, this size, phone, this yeah, size. I know. Yeah, right. a telephone. It, I telephone, can't even imagine. This size. Yeah.
3: My so, kids. Know, we, went they're, from, they're, we went from phones to being super huge that we wanted them super small. And now they're practically up to tablet size. We went from to my the, the iMac I'm sitting in front of now is larger than the first console TV. I bought my wife when we were in the air force. Um. so oh. yeah some, and then now we're going to up to about, you can get an 80, 80 inch TV for there was one on the base the other day for like 400 bucks and I missed it before it sold out I was pissed you know it's like you can get a size of a small theater screen in your house or with a and decent a surround
4: system and, but there's something to be said about the theater experience and one one of those fun films that I like to watch where you didn't have to think we were watching the Rocketeer Oh, the other night. fun movie.
2: yeah, it's fun. But
4: there was one when uh, they come up to the scene where they're doing the whole trading the rocket over for Jenny at the Griffith Park Observatory. And um, oh, Valentine's the character's name. I can't think of the actor's name that played Valentine. But he turns over to Timothy Dalton. He says, I may not make an honest buck, but at least I make an American buck. And when that happened in the theater, everybody's just roaring and cheering and everything like that.
0: You wouldn't get that at home. It would be, ah,
3: ha, ha and that would be it. Or your family um, giving you the true. stink eye
0: because you laugh too much.
3: True. I'll give you two yeah. examples. One movie I hated, but uh, our friend who loved the wand loved it, Babble. Um, I thought Babble was a horrible movie, especially watching a young boy watch his sister have sex or whatever. that yeah. jerking off to the thing. Um, at the end, when uh, they, they exported her or deported her, Everybody cheered in that terrible disaster movie where we froze over an ice like in two days. Oh, the uh, day after tomorrow. The day after. Fun movie, terrible science. Yeah. When well, w- when everybody tried to get to Mexico and Mexico closed the border, everybody kind of laughed. Yeah.
4: Uh, um, but. Paranormal, about yeah,
3: paranormal activity. We were
4: watching the other
0: night.
3: Oh, that's that movie sucks. Which one? Don't tell me San you like it. And it's, Andres, just, it's
0: just a good oh, fun, it's, great <laughs> idiot movie. What's that, John? What'd you say?
1: Anything with the rocks, good. Yeah, right. rocks, fun. Right. fun. he's fun. Oh, that's
0: what my
3: wife says.
1: He doesn't too, take
0: himself too seriously. He just goes out there and has doesn't. fun.
3: But you know, so is the Jungle then, crew's going to be pushed back? Is it going to go straight? I, I see that. In the I don't well, know. i yeah. I
1: see you that this morning, Greg. So, uh, 2021.
3: you watch? You oh. saw Jumanji,
0: right? You saw both Jumanjis with him.
1: I, I just
3: finally yep. saw them cuz I didn't wasn't based on the first movies with Ron Williams I had no interest. Oh, they My did, wife and daughter talked me into they watching They did it well,
0: yeah. It was I, I enjoyed, it was,
3: enjoyed it. But um, my other example was going to be Paranormal Activity. No matter what you think of that movie, that's a movie that you needed yeah. to see with a crowd. I saw it in a sold out theater and it was fun watching the people in the theater I react like they were truly terrified. And when the guy says, I'm going to get a Ouija board, there was a collective oh, in the theater, <laughs> and you could hear it. Then, like, damn, this yes, is kidding. there. There's you know?
4: something definitely said about And then, when uh, they had the uh, final credits on Endgame, and everybody started applauding when they're showing the main six characters, and everybody goes roaring. I'm, okay. That's maybe what what you were doing during the movie, Greg. I know you have things before.
2: But,
4: um, it's just, this
3: is what I thought about the end of Modern Family, too. But
4: you know, you, know you, you get you have that theater experience. It's like you know, you like seeing sports. You know, I like watching uh, baseball games on TV, football games on TV. But even though, and it's always my grandfather always called it the best seat in the house was the television. But there's something about seeing the game live, seeing it going. actually. I can't, to I can't
3: stand baseball on TV. I love baseball. I played the four years of varsity, but sitting on a TV, it's just not the same. There's so nice. much more dynamic background going noise. on in a
0: baseball game. Great a, background uh, noise. It's yeah. great to have on when you're doing did, something. Did you make?
5: Did you make a mess, Greg? Did you? Do you have to clean it up? No, you know what it is, and this this one
3: thing bugs me about my consumption of soda is you poured it and it's fizzed and then you find residue around your like glass top or yeah I'm
5: cleaning up
2: soda fizz
0: should we play a prank on uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, it's too
3: late my remote because it was in the shooting distance so I was going to yeah, say
0: yeah. we should all put black black screens so when AJ <laughs> comes back he thinks we're all hung <laughs> up
1: you're protesting right No, yeah.
0: no no hell no <laughs> <laughs> no, that, i'm not I'm, Let me ask
3: you, I'm not a virtual singer
5: i don't virtue oh, single. I, Danger. You know, he's yeah. not a
3: joiner it's like veteran, he's selling he's amway or something
0: he's always hit me up why are not you join my group I'm like well why what do you get out of it
3: you joined the air force didn't you or the no Navy hell no
0: i didn't join the air force
3: the, the didn't you tell me you went to the air force first but they didn't guarantee flying so you moved on to the uh, my,
0: yes my Navy. my buddy wanted to do, go to the air force so to air force first they couldn't give me a job i wanted so i was ready to go to the i was ready to say you do your thing and i'll do mine because we talked about do, you know going in together the buddy yeah, yeah the buddy, the buddy program to be a seaman <laughs> he chose to be a seaman now airman thank you very much but uh so I ready go I to go, ready to go to the I, army cuz I you know I'm going to
3: going to go fly have helicopters. You space, have you watched Space Force no. Netflix? No, I've heard nothing yes, good sir. about it. Yeah. It, it, really, it, it was the no, uh, it was the number 1 last week on Netflix. But tell me, are they space cadets when they go to the academy?
4: These are good questions.
3: I Look. mean it's kind of it's kind of ridiculously funny in some ways, but um anyways, I just John, so go back to our international dudes probably this could ha- help kind of wrap this train wreck up um,
5: <laughs> or make it worse. Any
3: cons- or make it, worse. it- <laughs>
5: depending on the question. I've seen man. it both ways. So right? I think I- I've seen it both ways. <laughs>
3: <laughs> any concerns about traveling and getting out there? Uh, is it, is it dependent on the country and how they've handled it? What you guys thought about um, getting back
1: out there and traveling i'll I'll give you a short answer and then I'll, i'll tell you where i'm at at the moment um after terrorists um all those issues back after 9 11 i've made a personal choice that um i'm not gonna let anything stop me to live the life that i wanted to live and um and i think covid's no different that um we're passionate about travel we've traveled all our lives i travel for work so um so short answer no but um just to let you know the situation at Chris and I at the moment, um, we, we were supposed to be in Hong Kong um, on Friday, and um, today we we're supposed to be flying to Shanghai, and um, after four days in Shanghai, we we're heading to Tokyo. And I must admit, I'm really disappointed. And um, if I could travel tomorrow, I, I would. Um, the problem I've got at the moment: all these um, calendar appointments are still on the phone. They keep popping up saying. <laughs> Yeah, you're about to check into the um, the uh, Grand Explores Club at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. And um, yeah, no, I'm disappointed. And if I could fly, um, I, I, I would. So I think, um, yeah, I'm not going to do anything stupid. But um, if the airlines reopen uh, for our flights in September, if Disneyland and Walt Disney Worlds open, um, I think I will. But you still want a decent experience and that's where i'm starting to get a little bit worried about the september october trip so we haven't got the dining that we want anymore um there's no nighttime entertainment there's no fireworks um there's a good chance there's
2: there's,
1: yeah there's no guaranteed access to the parks yeah that that would be spend um traveling how much do you spend um, in planning, if um, it's not the vacation that you really want to have, so th- that's yeah. what's going through my mind at the moment. So, so
3: basically, you're not concerned about getting out there. You're more concerned about whether or not your 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 dollar is going to be fairly traded and the
1: experience you get for it. Yeah, look, I think personal safety is is really up to the individual as well. Um, Again, I'm a savvy traveler. I've traveled the world, traveled some um, places that people probably would never travel to and uh, and survive. So, I'm not worried about COVID. And, <laughs> and um,
3: but Where probably, have you Where have you traveled to that you think that a lot of people wouldn't survive? I'm
1: kind of curious on that. Oh, it's just places through Asia and um, we we've, we've gone to like Papua New Guinea, which was probably the scariest place I've ever been to and um, really? Yeah, and, and there was a whole heap of civil unrest at the time. It's the only time wow. I felt I was in real danger. But even when we were in, in Vietnam last year, we got out into the countryside and you're out there on the back of a motorbike with your wife. And, um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that can happen when you're in a foreign country and you only pe- pe- people that can speak English. So, um, but again, um, yeah, look, yeah, we will travel, uh, but I want to make sure that uh, if I'm outlaying a fair bit of money, it's worth the risk. And like Chris said, if quarantine is still a big issue on both sides, if I've got to quarantine entering the country and then quarantine coming back out, yeah, no.
2: that's
1: that's a month out. Yeah, yeah life, no, that's, that's, that's a waste of, a waste yeah. of time because that's all. Yeah, that's
0: I'll, that's your most precious commodity when you go visit someplace else is time, right? Absolutely. You, you already spent the money. So now yeah. you want to maximize your, your, the efficient use of your time. You don't want to stand on long lines for museums. You don't want to take half a day to travel to visit whatever you're visiting. So yes, no, that's, yeah. I fully get it. Cause it and, but you have to have a window in your mind, right? You have to have a drop-dead date of when you're going to pull the trigger yeah. and go or pull the trigger and delay or postpone. I mean, like right now, <laughs> right now if, if my trip had gone, I'd be flying, I'd be halfway between Seattle and, and Amsterdam right now. Yeah. For some reason right. my, my when I canceled it uh uh my calendar didn't clear off my watch. So I I'm seeing a notice here flight to Amsterdam on this flight. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing right now. Uh supposed
5: to be just flying to Shanghai today, right?
0: Is that what you're supposed to be doing today? Yeah. Is flying to Shanghai today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's so you do yeah, so, you know, yeah. but yet yeah. you, so, you, so, you hit a date, right? You hit a date that all right. Nothing's clearing up. I gotta I gotta pull the trigger now to start
1: yeah. canceling so we've and got getting money back. Sixteen yeah. weeks and two days would probably fly out Chris. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I reckon we got six to eight weeks. And yeah, that um right. yeah. and I think for my opinion it's just to see how things unfold. I think if the status quo is the same, um I would be more hesitant. I, I just don't think the value's there at the moment. And if anything, I I reckon it's going to get more severe um, after reopenings. I, I think there's still a lot of things I haven't thought about. And, um, yeah, I, I am worried that um, for the effort, it's just not the return on investment at, at, at this stage.
5: Yeah. And, I mean, the, one of the concerns that I've got, um, well, not concerns, but one of the situations, I, I booked using my DVC. Um, at the end of my use year, I'm, if the parks are open – uh, I'm not going to get any concessions on uh, extending oh. my my points, as far as I know, at this point. So I'm either going to use them or I'm not. So um, you know, as you were you know talking about that, I was actually just sort of pondering. I'm like, well, uh, if there's in my situation, if there's no quarantine uh, required when I return, I might end up just going and seeing whatever happens because my annual pass is still good. Uh, my D V C is there, so I'm not I'm not out as much as as you are. Uh,
2: hmm.
5: but uh but at the same time a lot of the same things apply. If I can't get into the park every day, um you know that's not, not awesome. But maybe I'll bring my golf club. When'd you,
0: when
3: well, you when you when's your year out? you can try.
5: What month is your year out? Uh November. no December. If- well, December is yeah, my user. year. Let's
3: and, say the parks are open, Chris, but the international borders haven't opened. They've got to make some concessions at that point.
1: Well, uh, but, I, I don't
2: think they will.
1: Chris, can I ask that first? I, and I, I say this with all respect. Um, America is our biggest concern at the moment. Uh, <laughs> no, the, yeah, because, it is, uh, it's ours too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're already um, negotiating it. Uh, Travel bubbles with a lot of countries around the world at the moment. We're looking at Indonesia, uh, New Zealand, uh, all the Pacific Islands, and um, about how we can start international travel in August and September. We've uh, really strong ties to the US. Um, normally, that would have been one of the first ones that would have reopened, but we've still so many active cases, which um, is reducing, but it, it's still compared to other countries, one, one of the highest in the world. So that's where a lot of us are struggling at the moment, um, coming to the U.S. And I think that's going to impact the economy for a while too because if you can't get those international tourists in uh, to support the theme parks, it'd be interesting to see long term, what will happen?
3: Yeah, and that's a huge concern here, which seems to be the daily argument from the top down uh, on what's safe, what's not safe, what's overreaching, what's not. So, yeah, no, I'd be concerned with that, uh, of that also, you know, that's, it's a huge part of it. I'm actually surprised that when I see some countries, when I think of them, technology, tech, you know, maybe technology wise, uh, cleanliness wise, whatever you want to say, the cultural wise, how some countries are still pretty low, where I thought maybe it might go rampant just because of, um,
0: Sure, but no one's going Certain there. To, no one's going yeah. there to yeah. ta- take it, right? No one's no one's traveling there to carry the virus to them.
1: Yeah. yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> Here's something that's really controversial. And Chris Lark, as I shared it with him the other day, was when we first booked our vacation, Chris was copping a hard time from friends and family about going to Hong Kong because of the riots and because of the disease. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, he would have thought... Uh, same same later, later, question,
3: in the United States, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you guys, but my uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law I don't think they listen. I I might add a few extra comments. So I'll just leave it at that. Sister and brother-in-law, their child goes to a high school that one of Richard's kids went to. They were they had a trip oh, scheduled to, to, to Ireland. And um, they knew before they left that the St. Patrick's Day parade had been canceled. That was already known. Um, oh, we've already they talked were about fine. Flying... Did we talk about yeah. it on the show? I don't know. No, keep going, that's keep Chris, Kristen. going. Kristen, all right. Um, so they were flying separately because to fly with the group, when you add on, it, it's very expensive. There's a lot of, say, middlemen, travel, you know, whatever. They were able to book passage cheaper. So while the kid was doing her thing with the, the school, they would be doing some things separate. Then they eventually meet back up. And so they left a day ahead of time. Now, you got to remember, the thing they're going over there for is St. Patrick's Day Parade. That's the big thing. It's been canceled. They leave. The school gets the kids to the airport. They're waiting. The parents are in flight and land and then find out the school's canceled it. So now they've made it to, to Ireland. At this point, Ireland's not on the no travel list yet. But Ireland's already closing a lot of things down. A lot of their things they've prepaid for, those places already closed. They can maybe drive by them. They're not having any problem finding anything to eat, that kind of thing. And to get a flight right back, the airlines hadn't made any adjustments yet. They got, you know, reamed up the keister for making airline changes at this point when they finally decided to get home. And my, the way my sister-in-law will tell it, you know, Trump was putting a travel ban. They had to hurry up to get home. Well, the travel ban was on foreign travelers, not for Americans to come home. So they could have tried to stretch it out. But again, a lot of things were closing. So there wasn't much to do. I, c- I have a feeling you two wouldn't have got on a flight at that point, knowing what you were going there for and might closed, have been
2: yeah.
3: checking, even though... Ireland wasn't on the block list yet. Most of Europe was, but I, the main thing they're going through. I would have been checking with that school. I might have even said, not knowing what this virus yet was. You know, you, kid, I know you want to go. I'm not sending you over there. I, I just don't feel like it's safe.
0: Yeah. What if that? But what if that decision cost you twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks?
3: It would- might have to do that. I mean, the safety of a of your kid versus at this time. Remember the virus. What it is is really. I'm really not. unknown at the time.
2: Yeah. But well, to fly uh, no. I'm and cold cold cold
3: and she... bitch about losing all this money when you kind of flew half-acidly and stupid, yeah. in my opinion. Um maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm a little over the top on it, but I really think they made a poor decision and then to still be complaining about so a lot of places like you say they're not giving the money back, they're giving you a voucher to come back later. Well, I've just blown my wad on two air flights. I'm not getting back because you flew. They're not going to reimburse you for those two flights. You used your flight. So that castle trip you wanted to take or that Blarney stone kissing event you wanted to do, you might have a voucher, but you're never going to get back up there to do it.
1: No. So you've lost it. I think it's about doing some research and, and I think everyone's in a little bit different situation. I was in Hong Kong last year during the riots and, but I've got access um, th- through government resources. Really good intel. Um, we we checked out a whole heap of things. We got we got some professional advice before we landed. Um, we changed uh, internal travel arrangements so we had um, car transfers everywhere to make sure we were safe. So um, yeah, I think some people just. Uh, better prepared or they do a bit more research. And I think if you do your research, there's enough information available these days to make pretty informed decisions.
5: Well, and I think too, there's also, I mean, no matter what you do in life, uh, there's the risk of something going sideways on you. You know, you buy a car, uh, even though you get insurance, if you smash into a pole and for some reason insurance doesn't cover it, Throughout the cost of your car
3: oh or, right? or like, yeah, if you if you don't take gap insurance you know your car's lost 20 grand practically when you drive off the lot <laughs> you know right. and you still you still owe more and you have that accident you don't have that that coverage well we we left Florida the year see so when that Katrina came through Florida we, we were actually on the plane leaving and our flight was diverted um on a different path because of the uh uh, the storm coming in if we our plans had been a week later or we were there while it hit you know we would have been screwed you know we would have lost out now and they didn't take travel insurance i don't john do you do you ever take travel insurance i i hear yeses and nos about whether or not it's a good value or if it's worth it but have you ever uh taken travel
1: insurance i've got an annual policy because um the amount of travel for work so yeah okay. i've always got coverage and any takes one especially when you're overseas um for me to get sick in the states for example that would be the end of <laughs> well, I mean, the, tra- the travel
3: insurance that covers like the airfares the you know for cancellations yeah. and, and that kind of stuff it covers that too
1: yeah it does and yeah. uh miss flights and mishaps and all that type of stuff so sure sure yeah yeah, and um, my advice, and Chris would have done it anyway. Uh, when we like Asia and those type of places, anywhere when there's any type of risk, it's worthwhile taking that insurance out. Because yeah. with Asia, then we had what five flights? Oh, I had five. I think you had four, Chris. And um, oh, yeah. yeah, we had multiple hotels, and there was a whole heap of um, different providers we were working with, and transfers, and tour groups, and everything else. So. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it doesn't help you during COVID, but because not one policy survived COVID anyway. So, uh-huh. well, that's yeah, exactly.
5: So, I mean, we got we got fortunate. Um, <laughs> on on an on one of our flights that we were kind of it was up in the air that we weren't getting any uh, any action on. Um, literally just canceled this last week, and uh, you know, sort of freed up uh, actually getting a refund. But yeah, we were you know, we we're on the hook for
1: what four hundred bucks. Yeah, so my account of the five flights, four of them um, just refunded, which are awesome. But one in China continued the flight, so um, I wrote to them asking, saying, "Look, we can't leave during COVID," and it was like tough luck. Well, uh, I'll all your normal penalties, and they cancelled the flight 72 hours before it was supposed to take off, and we got a full refund. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you get lucky, right?
3: Or, oh, yeah, or sometimes yeah, you're awesome. the frog. Sometimes <laughs> you're the monkey. If you know what that reference. was.
1: <laughs> the biggest issue I had with refunds were, was with uh, with Hong Kong Disneyland. Everyone else was really generous. Um, I had to actually, really? uh, yeah, but pulled pulled a work card with, with that one. Send a work email and said I was travelling for business, and and um, yeah, they were very hesitant to um, yeah provide any type of refund because it was a. Um, a, a special price booking and they said it was a non-refundable booking you
3: know yeah. you've just put that out there on in the public so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you pu- you pulled your government hat card huh
1: oh, no, i know i just said i said we'll work card. i didn't say it was a government one but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, <I like laughs>
0: but knows what that means.
5: yeah um, it just happened to have so- a certain letterhead on it yeah <laughs> But yeah, he yeah.
1: thought the airlines were better than, than than Disney with their refund policies. But uh, everyone everyone's trying to do the right thing. I think.
3: Yeah, they are. I think yeah. in general, yeah, you're seeing in this a lot more, you know, cooperation on things. Uh, the ones that I don't think are doing well are mortgage companies. You know, they're telling you, yeah, take a three month hiatus, but you always have three months at the end. Yeah. No. So it's not like pushing it back to the end. Adding it to your loan, it's like yeah. Take the well. If I can't pay it now, how am I going to have three times that in three? Yeah, months, three
0: months. Yeah, you no, know? no. Some some are putting it at the end of the term, at the end of the loan, but you start to pay insur- uh the interest during that three month time. So yeah, like for
5: like up here in Canada, I believe that they're just uh, they're just adding the interest that you should have been paying uh, onto your principal, and then you're also
1: Extended so then you're on the hook for that. Oh, okay. so all right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we're the same, Chris. So.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, 11th of July, John. I when we don't hang up as soon as we stop recording, because I got a question for you offline uh, yeah. about. I was watching some Australian news, and they made some reference I don't understand. So. Ah, <laughs> so is the, is that the
0: is that the clue to wrap it up then? Because you want to talk. No, about other but stuff?
3: we are. No, no, no. But we are. Oh. Kind of, all over three the hour. place. now. I think we covered what we intended yeah, to cover. I would agree. We're coming up on three hours. So.
4: We good? Uh, yeah. yeah. So,
3: final final say on Disney? Not a clue. <laughs> Wait and see. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That that was kind of, I think, uh, expected, anyways. We're, yeah. Now we're being what we're accusing all those other uh, sites for doing is speculating a lot.
4: Yeah. Uh, At least we'll flat out say we don't know. <laughs>
3: that, that is true Yeah Well, All international right. dudes You got anything to say? Or are you done?
1: No, no just stay safe over there You've got um, some challenges over there at the moment So, um, yeah, the world's rooting for you But um, yeah, hang in there
3: Yeah, I hope they're rooting for me Sometimes I see some protests And I'm not so sure that they're uh, uh, You know, it's a root But, you know, who knows I mean, Maybe perspective, you know
5: well, I think at the, at the I think at the end of the day, uh in time uh you know, we're we're growing, uh we're getting, you know, we're going to be in a better place um eventually. It's just going to take a little bit of, a little bit of time. Yeah.
3: yeah. Re- reason thought I like that. Leave it to Canada to give me a nice balanced reason That's thought. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, thank you Canada.
5: You're welcome world. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Maybe next time we get the should be after the eleventh of July, so that's when Walt Disney World opens. Okay. Yeah, okay. That sounds
3: good. Well that sounds we, good. we can we can talk about that offline too, because there were some scheduling difficulties and some extra things in the calendar that you know mm-hmm. need to be cleared up.
5: Cool. Well the man the man from the future has a hard time dealing with the past.
1: Yes. Yes.
5: And there you have it.
0: What happens when you let uh, a WAV file build three gigs worth, runs two and a half hours, and your computer just says it's had enough and it stops recording? So a little bit of a abrupt end to our discussion. Um, before I close, I wanted to make you all aware of Posse John has a has a project he'd like uh, y'all to be aware of. It's called Aeonian Nomads. Uh, Spelled A-E-O-N-I-A-N, nomads, all one word. And you can find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Aeonian Nomads. Uh, Give it a look. It's basically a travel blog or adventures for those of a certain age. So uh, I'm going to call it quits for my colleagues. Uh, Thank you for listening and have a good night.